Welcome to the On Point Podcast, a channel dedicated to helping you be the best hunter you can be. On Point is designed to help motivate and inspire you to get more out of yourself and your gear during your next hunt. If you're looking for information that will directly impact your success and help inspire you to go on new adventures, whether you're hunting with a bow or a rifle, On Point is the channel for you. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast, everyone. I get to sit down with Anthony and Shelby Maldonado, who uh, Shelby drew an amazing elk tag this year. Uh, quite quite unexpected. She didn't have the points to actually draw it because Oregon's a preference point system. She drew this tag about a decade early. And uh, so we all got to help her out and hunt with her and got to share some really cool experiences with this awesome elk tag. Um, we all saw some of the biggest bulls of our lives had some close encounters with some huge bulls, and had just a roller coaster of a ride. And so this episode is me interviewing them um, and Shelby as the hunter and Anthony helping her out. And then we're all just kind of discussing this episode and how it turned out and all the all the twists and turns and, and just pretty much the roller coaster ride. It's really, truly an amazing uh, hunt and an awesome story and uh, have a lot of respect for the amount of work and, the, and just the pure... Uh, ten- tenacity that they showed sticking with this hunt and uh, just really had a great time on this episode so hopefully you guys enjoy it as well as always if you have a chance uh, go ahead and leave a five-star review with a comment get yourself entered in some of these giveaways that we're doing uh, if you want to see more content on archery hunting related uh, how-tos tips tricks and gear reviews go ahead and type in gear weaver on youtube i'll pull right up hit that subscribe button and start seeing what kind of content we have. If you want to learn how to flood your arrows, square your arrows, broadhead tuning, all that stuff. There's a few hunts on there as well, but it's really geared towards how-tos and gear reviews. You want to see what the new bows are doing, how fast they're shooting. I do all those kinds of videos on there. And then also on the Instagram, you can check us out on point with Garrett Weaver. And you can see all the pictures and, and, and the videos from the podcasts that we're talking about. So if you want to see what the wonky bowl, uh, which your players talk about, uh, you can see that posted on the Instagram. And uh, you can get a really good, really good picture of what we're talking about here. It'll kind of make you, uh, make you feel like you're there and just really help you understand exactly what we're talking about when we talk about a wonky bull and when you see the picture of it you'll you'll totally agree that that is definitely a wonky bull so uh, that's on point with Garrett Weaver on Instagram and that's all the announcements that I have for today so hopefully you guys enjoy this episode without any further ado Anthony and Shelby Maldonado on a crazy awesome elk hunt I'm probably not in it but whatever (coughs) Cross your legs like a lady. Yeah. My my Go arm every once in a while. <laughs> Look like a girl. Just again. raise your hand if you want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, guys, let's get this thing on the road then. So, who am I sitting down with? Me as always. <laughs> the star of the show. Yeah. <laughs> mm, we wouldn't go that far. Still haven't started charging yet, but I'm just gonna quit calling you Team Dirty Trad because there's no team about you. It's just Dirty Trad. Yeah. 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 I'm a loner. Still a loner. Every time <laughs> I'm on here, I'm still a loner. You broke your own faith. I cheated. I did. <laughs> when I posted that picture, I put right in there that I cheated. As soon as I saw that picture, I was like, hashtag trad life. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, they were. 
skittish deer. They weren't the same deer that we hunted. It was the worst skittish deer I've ever seen. <laughs> like I told you, fawns that had like spots still fading mm-hmm. were acting like they were eight years old. You it hear was, this, folks? He's hunting spotted fawns. Yeah. <laughs> Easiest ones to kill, usually. No, but they'd see you, and they would just bolt. Even if they were 100 yards away, they'd mm-hmm. look at you and be like, yeah, no way. So, yeah. like <laughs> I put the recurve down for a little bit. So, team Dirty Trad when it's convenient. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then who else do we have here? And I'm just Shelby. I'm no team. Just Shelby here. Team Dirty Trad's wife. There you go. Or Dirty go. Trad's wife. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I wanted to have you guys on the show because um, it was a first time for all three of us to go on a premium elk hunt in Oregon. And... It was as epic as I was hoping it would be. It was freaking awesome. Mm -hmm. And I uh, haven't really posted much about it outside of a few pictures because I wanted to keep a lot of the details kind of in the dark until we had a chance to interview. And now that you guys are here, we're going to start coming out with some more posts. We're going to get the full story out Uh, because this story has everything. Mm -hmm. It has ups. It has the downs. (laughs) Lots of downs. Yeah, lots of downs, lots of face plants. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> from from one. Yeah. <laughs> I fell once. Whatever. It was really bad, mm. but I fell one time. And it, was I there for that one? No, it was on day like three or four. Mm. It was with Ryan. And you fell more than once. There were some windfalls in there. You know how you get some windfalls that will cross up? Yeah, like toothpicks. Yeah, and then you'll have like a four-foot drop because mm-hmm. the one you're walking on is on three other ones. Well, I fell off the top one, fell backwards, and my right leg got wrapped up around like a dead branch that was on it. So it just like swung me around. <laughs> it was it was bad. So let's start off uh, from where you guys actually get the tag. We're we're going to keep the tag a secret out of respect for people that are putting in for the unit, and out of respect for people that are maybe hunting the unit currently. Actually, today tomorrow's the last day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but we're going to keep it a secret. I'm sure people can figure it out. You know, there's three big units in Oregon. It's one of the three. It's one of the three. Yeah, we're in Nochicos. <laughs> <laughs> people are going to kill you. <laughs> I had some friends hunting over there this year, and uh, they arrowed a bear out of a tree, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I heard about that. Did you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but anyways, let's uh, let's start on. So you guys drew a tag yes. that you, some people would say you didn't earn. Yes. Because um, you drew it. About a decade ahead of time. I did, yes. Yeah. Um, but that's what the draw's for, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you you drew it out of the 10% pool. Yep. I don't, I don't even know if it's that much. Yeah. Or I think they put 10% of the tags, but I looked it up. She had like less than a percent, like yeah. .001 or something. Yeah. About the same odds as a bighorn sheep tag. Right. It's just not quite as cool. <laughs> right, right. But still I, pretty I awesome. would put it up there because, you know, elk are hard to beat, mm-hmm. really hard to beat. So... Um, so run me through it. So how, how do you guys announce it to each other? Who, who figured out you had the tag first? Anthony did. I was at work and I get a, (laughs) a text that says, call me now with like 17 exclamation points. (laughs) And I run outside and call him and he's like, you, I'm like, oh Oh. shit, we can edit that out. (laughs) And you're the first one to cuss. (laughs) Uh, Just edit, edit, Garrett can edit that out. Um, Uh -uh. That's staying in there. (laughs) I'll just bleep out the. The unit. <laughs> um, and I'm like, that's really good, right? And he said, uh, yeah. I won't say the other curse word that he said, but yeah. Well, so I was shad fishing when I 
was refreshing the page oh. <laughs> and I saw successful, but we had a second choice mm-hmm. and I thought that's what it was for. So I just scrolled past it. I went and checked all the premium tags and like antelope and stuff. And then when I scrolled past it again, I noticed the number didn't look right. Uh huh. And so I looked and it, it was successful for choice, like our first choice. And I was like, no way. And so I refreshed it. it. Yep. Still successful. Really? And I'm like, my first thought was, Oh, I put in for the spike tag. because you know there's just no way right and nope it was 100 percent legit and i was just like well i guess plans just changed a lot because we were supposed to go on that mule deer trip that's why i took my vacation my main vacation for um and it's hard to call it a kink because you know i mean it's awesome but it it completely flipped things around on us right pretty much last minute it it changed i mean it changed all of our plans really because i was going there to shoot a giant mule deer and my my expectations dropped, but because I was wanting to fill my tag so I could get over there before you filled yours, <laughs> right? So we could film. Yeah, so we could film and call and and hopefully pack and everything and mm-hmm. and um, so you guys went over there. Actually, uh, Mitch and I went over to Eastern Oregon, filled our tags, came back, and then you guys left that Monday or Tuesday. We left Tuesday. Tu- I think we left Tuesday. Tuesday. No, we left on a Monday. Drove pretty much oh, all yeah, night. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Through the I, day. I mm. worked Sunday, and then I actually was able to add a couple days to my vacation. Mm-hmm. So we left Monday. We were supposed to leave Tuesday, I yeah. think, but mm. I got Monday off. So, um, We left like 3.30 Monday yeah, morning. Yeah, we just got up first thing in the morning and then just drove all day, got <laughs> over there. And actually, the biggest bull we saw that the whole season was on night one. Really? Yeah, it was Blasting. a mile away, mm-hmm. but... Right. That's um, that 370 bull. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was a toad. Um, yeah. Everyone that's seen that picture, that's more even more experienced and like good at judging bulls as soon as they see it they're like that's not a 350 the bull that's at least 360 yeah really because at first we were thinking like probably like easily probably 350 Mm -hmm. and then when anthony got a closer look at him it changed well yeah (laughs) because i spotted him with my binos Mm -hmm. and he was just under a mile away and i I could see rack and they're just 10 by 42 so i'm like oh that's a good bull and i got the spot and scope out and got a good angle on him and i start looking at him like that's a really good bull. Mm-hmm. And then we moved again and got a better look at him. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> like, right. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why we're here, but right there. He was down in a hell hole. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. Uh, run me through what setup before we get too far into the story. What setup and the broadhead situation and all that stuff, what you guys were used? So, or I don't know if you know everything. Um, <laughs> like bow I shoot or just arrow? So you broadhead. shoot a 50 pound, uh, 55? 50 pound Matthews Chill SDX, mm-hmm. okay. which is what she killed her bull with last year. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did change the arrow setup, so she was running Black Eagle Deep Impacts, mm-hmm. and then uh, 100 grain head, and then which at the beginning of the season was a, a Magnus. Right. Well, you guys tried getting the Iron Wills. Yeah, and and I tried to order them about a month out, mm-hmm. and I guess they hadn't put on their website that they were on back order, so I didn't end up getting them. So we had to cancel the order, and we went over there with, with those Magnuses, and well, a different style, but that's what she used last year. And put a bowl down. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, I've never, I've never had a personal issue with those mm-hmm. that exact head. Um, I mean, they're no premium head, but right, they're a good head going into it. And um, yeah. So later in the story, we'll talk about that. 
So well, I just wanted to lay it out because you guys did try using a premium head, like a like an Iron Wells. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You ordered it; it didn't show back order. Then after you ordered it, they said, "No, no, we're back ordered." Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and we're not sliding Iron Will or anything. It's no. just them selling a yeah. lot of heads. And, and yeah. like I said, I waited till the last month. So yeah. right, we should have ordered them earlier. Yeah, I mean, hindsight. I didn't wait till a week out, but I also was in the final month before yeah. the season. So it's yeah. it's on me just as much as it is them. So right. So we have a what's your what's the arrow grain and stuff like 390 390 okay mm-hmm. so that's a little bit more than last year mm-hmm. and you're using a better designed broadhead for penetration mm-hmm. over a, the black hornet and a micro diameter shaft and a micro mm-hmm. diameter shaft last year we used a standard shaft um and then the outsert collar deal that those come with mm-hmm. i think they weigh like 45 grains perfect so there's more mm-hmm. weight up front um because i'd like her to shoot a heavier arrow but at 50 pounds you start getting up to like 420 and stuff 430 yeah it's not a heavy arrow but for a 50 pound bow you start robbing so much performance out of it because i mean anyone that's listened to me on here before you know i'm huge on heavy arrows yeah not not crazy heavy i'm not gonna go shoot with a thousand grain arrow but as heavy as you can do it you know as heavy as you can get the bow to perform well still well she was using a a five pin spot hog sight Mm -hmm. fixed fixed pin yeah and those gaps were just getting huge Mm -hmm. with those heavier arrows so Mm -hmm. i see why you guys did that but um, so I just want folks to know the situation of, of gear and setup and everything before we get too far in the story. Because you shot and killed a bolt like 30 yards, and he only he only went a f- you know very short distance and 20 died. 20 yards, maybe. Yeah, and died yeah. last year. A couple year. big bounds is always Yeah, there. yeah. People have heard us tell, tell that story, but they never actually heard you on the podcast mm-hmm. yet. So this is the person that killed that bull last year that we could talk about. Um, so you guys have your arrow set up. You're on your way over. Do you know where you're camping? Um, not really. So... I found the camp spot that we ended up moving to. Yeah, and you scouted previously, too. Yeah, um, the scouting trip was more of an area check because I've never been in there. I've never had any reason mm-hmm. to be in there. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm personally, I'm still eight years out, seven years out. Um, so I'm not going to go over there and scout. You know, it's not close. Yeah. You know, it's nine hours, ten yeah. hours to get over there. Nine to um, this year, I have the same amount of points as Shelby, so I'm just going to draw it. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. That'd be cool. <laughs> I would love to go back About next 10 year. years early. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I went over there for a scouting trip by myself, and they had like record heat. Mm. It was day one, it was like 108, and then it was 111 the next day. And then I left, and it was supposed to be like 105 that final day I was supposed to be there. Mm. So I saw. I saw two monster muleys, but, and then one little one, but I saw zero elk on the scouting trip, Hmm. but I wasn't really worried about it because one, I was there just to see the area Mm -hmm. and learn road systems and stuff. And, um, you know, with that kind of heat, what do you expect? Right. You know what I mean? So we're really just trying trying to figure out where you can hunt, where it's accessible. Yeah. Because there was some stuff on Onyx that looks good. And then I wanted to look at, and I got there. I'm like, eh, I don't think we're going to hunt this, you know? I mean, it looks great on Onyx and I love Onyx, but once you were there, it's like, eh, probably not. Yeah. So, well, some of the stuff, you know, you can see how steep it is on Onyx, but until you actually get there, it's like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) This is steep. Yeah. Yeah, It's not flat country. (laughs) It's not just steep. It's huge. Yeah. I mean, steep is one thing, but when it's a mile and a half of steep, Mm -hmm. it's a lot. Yeah. You know, it's not just like a, 200 yard dash and then right. yeah that was super steep but it's only a couple hundred yards right. no this is like well i could walk straight downhill for two yeah. hours and not be at the bottom mm-hmm. so well i have her using all fours to get yeah. out of one hole a couple mm-hmm. times Video before you got there i had yeah. to do that with him and ryan hand off my bow and just 
Well, I've never used trekking poles till this trip. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was glad I had them. Except the handle broke. The first time I used them, the f- the cork separated from the pole. You used cheap ones, though, didn't you? No, not really. <laughs> um, $5 at Goodwill, I think. No, I'm <laughs> no, I think they were like 60 bucks. Yeah. But, oh, Jesus. Um, so now I've got, I've got orange duct tape all over it. So mm. it's just. Mine's got some blood on the handle. From the hellhole. <laughs> not elk blood. No, uh, not elk blood. So let's fast forward to opening day. What's what's going on? So our opening day, it, well, the first day we were actually there and set up camp was when we located that big bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just went to kind of glass because we just yeah. had a few hours of daylight left by mm-hmm. the time we got camp set up and everything. So we glassed. I don't know. I think he was the only elk we saw that evening. Yeah. So he was in horrible country, but... We knew we could make a play on him in the morning. Mm-hmm. It was day one, so we still had all of our energy. Yeah, so we, we, <laughs> we made a play on him the next morning, and it worked. I mean, we got halfway down that canyon, mm-hmm. and we set up and cold called for about five minutes, ten minutes, mm-hmm. and nothing. So we were going to move further down and do it again, and we only went 20 yards, and we got to where we could see, and that bull... And a little six point were standing there. The big bull. Yeah. The 360, yeah. 370 the, bull. The monster bull was there. About probably 30 yards behind the small one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, smaller. It wasn't a And small they bowl. were coming. Mm-hmm. But then they spotted movement and they kind of got a little leery. Mm-hmm. Um, but I doubt they've been called to very much, especially down there. So once they kind of relaxed, um, Ryan just fell back. I don't know. 40 yards behind us but mm-hmm. there was a we were right on the like where it rolled over mm-hmm. so we were on top ryan rolled off the back so those elk had to come up and over to see him mm-hmm. he starts calling and the smaller bull it was like you were calling your dog i mean he looked up at us really? or ryan's direction and straight in i mean just walked right in hmm. and then turned broadside it was like 34 yards and she passed on him um hmm. but that bigger bull i never saw the bigger bull anthony I'm a little short, so a lot of things Anthony <laughs> and Garrett could see or Ryan, I couldn't see. Yeah, so the bigger bull, he was just smart like I've never seen an elk. I mean, they're smart, and I've seen them do like things. You're like, wow, that was kind of impressive. This thing, the wind was perfect. We weren't moving, and that little bull came right in. Mm-hmm. Um, and the bigger bull was following him at first. But when that little bull got nervous again mm-hmm. and kind of just froze and was just looking at us, it's like the bigger bull knew, like, okay, why are you nervous all of a sudden? Because mm-hmm. I hear these elk sounds, you go up there in front of me, and all of a sudden you're nervous. He's actually the one that busted, and there was no way he could see us. Yeah. All Using I, that little bull is kind of like a sacrificial yeah, lamb. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, what it, that's yeah, what it exactly. felt like. Because yeah. that, that big bull, all I could see was his rack. Couldn't see his eyes, nothing. So I knew he couldn't see us, mm-hmm. and he's the one who busted. The wind never got swirly, nothing. The wind was perfect. Um. Yeah, when the little bull busted a little bit, I stood up, and all I saw of the big bull was whale tail. And that's really? all I saw of him as he went into the timber. So I, like, huh. saw him for a quarter of a second. Yeah. So he was 50 yards, the big bull was. Is this in point. the first morning? Very mm-hmm. first morning. That's crazy. We saw him Monday night through the spotting <clears throat> scope and then made a play Tuesday morning, went down yeah. in, mm. in the hill hole. So Tuesday morning was the first go at anything, and she's already passed on a six-point. 
I mean, that that's just how the hunt started. <laughs> but and, it was and to be day fair, one. It was probably, how big was the six point? Like 250. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, it was a, not a big six point by any means. No. And it was a regular tag. We all would have shot that I bull. I would have shot that bull in a heartbeat. <laughs> but None of us have ever passed with a bull up. <laughs> with a premium tag weird. on day yeah. one, I, I just didn't want to. Yeah. If it was day 10, you know. Yeah. yeah and I didn't want her to shoot that bull. Um, but it was really weird, and I knew it would be watching a bull walk away because i knew <laughs> at some point during that hunt we were probably going to pass on at least one bull yeah um even if it was a spike but i knew we'd pass on one and it was really weird to have a six point bull standing there 30 some odd yards and say don't shoot him yeah you know perfectly broadside out in the open no oh that's kind of an iffy shot don't take it no it was perfect i mean yeah. it was mm-hmm. textbook what you would want and just to say don't do it it's, it was weird to watch mm-hmm. him walk away so, because for at elk, first I don't you care. said, "Are you sure you want to pass?" Like, yes. <laughs> no, that was that was the other six point. That was later into the season. Oh, okay. Mm. So that's the only opportunity you guys had at a bull that day. Yeah. I uh, th- no, we saw another <clears throat> good bull later that day. But no shot. No, that was really quick. That to be it was from the road. Oh, we were, oh we yeah. We were going to a different spot. Oh, that one that crossed the road with the yeah. herd. Yeah. yeah, we were going Probably to like a different spot. Bull. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So you guys also, you said, Ryan, you, so you have somebody else out there helping you call yep. and, and pack. Yeah, my, yep. my buddy Ryan gave up part of his season. Also, yep. That's uh, cool. He came over. He spent the first couple of days in the Eagle Caps and then uh, met spent us over there. four days with us? Four or five. Whatever day you got there. He'd left earlier that Garrett day. Garrett came Friday, Thursday. I think you were five days into it when I got there. So if okay. You, he left the morning that you got there. Yeah. yeah. Because I got there, I got there a day early. Because I left right after work. I worked on in Thursday, Sa- right? Yeah, I worked yeah. in Salem that day, and then I'm like, "See ya." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah so. so he came over, met us over there Monday, and then left Thursday morning, and mm. then that's when he was there. And so I was there for Friday morning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we were on bulls every day. Um, there was only one day. One day when Ryan was there, we didn't see a bull. Yeah, but we also didn't hunt very hard. Yeah. Well, there's that one day we took it easy to to help recover, and I don't think we saw. Did we see a bull that day? Mm-hmm. We did. Our little recovery morning day thing, we still got on bulls. I think that's actually the bull, the day we got on those bulls that made us move camp, or on that bull. Is that right? Yeah, because remember we called that bull in at like one thirty in the afternoon. Yeah. And I think that's why we were there, was just because, well, like, oh. let's just go over there. <laughs> right. Um, right. It was, yeah. Yeah, we went and I had... Because um, you wanted to go up to the top, you were going to go drive around. It yeah. was like one thirty, and we're at camp, we're just like, well, let's just, let's just... Go meet Garrett and go hunt. We're not going to kill one sitting at camp. Yeah. And then, but we got to sleep in, which was nice. And then, um, yeah, then we went all the way over there. Yeah. So after five days, by the time I got I got there, you guys were tired. Yeah, because yeah. we were. Yeah. We Especially were me. Going into spots. The problem we were having was we were calling bulls in every day. Mm-hmm. And often, or somewhat often. Mm-hmm. Um, but they came in silent. But not, we hadn't heard one bugle. Mm-hmm. Really? So we would just set up and cold call, and all of a sudden, okay, if I was an elk, this is probably the route I would take in here. If I'm in this draw, this is probably the way I'm going to come in, and this is why. This is what right. the wind's doing. Here's my good visuals. We'd set up for that, and they'd come in complete opposite, <laughs> and they'd come in completely silent. So it'd be like kind of listening, and then all of a sudden I'd look and be like, oh, okay, that does that's not going to work. And there'd be a bull standing there, and <laughs> every time, yeah, they just mm. didn't work. So... Um, Ryan actually had to run away from a bull. Yeah. He, <laughs> Anthony and I, we, 
set up it was just a code call thing too we just this spot looks good let's walk in here mm-hmm. we had Super we went thick. a little a little hard the first few days we didn't like pace ourselves i mean one day we were just next spot after the next spot just calling them in because they kept coming in cold mm-hmm. or silent but we set up ryan was calling anthony and i hiked down and we thought anthony thought it would open up at the bottom of this it was just small little kind of canyon thing and it didn't open up it got even thicker that's where anthony <laughs> fell and like had his hamstring hooked over a branch on on his butt at the bottom she goes, did you just break your leg i'm like i don't know but we gotta move As <laughs> i'm like using my bow to plow through trees because right. it's so thick and then we hear the bull running above us and anthony mm-hmm. looks at me and goes well shit that wasn't supposed to happen that way because we thought we'd be get down and open up we'd get a shot as he's walking by mm-hmm. uh, but he went straight to ryan and ryan when we got up there he was all jacked and he goes the only thing I could think to do was run. So I just turned and ran <laughs> from the bull. Yeah, because I heard <laughs> this bull didn't bugle his way in, but when he decided to come in, mm-hmm. he wasn't very quiet. And it was because no. it was so thick. But I hear this bull running maybe 20 yards behind us, mm-hmm. and I can hear it. And then I kind of hear it right here, and then I hear another thing running. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I think there's two. No, it was Ryan that turned <laughs> and ran. He's like, I didn't know what to do because – you know, all of a sudden this bull's running at me. Right. And I know you're not going to get a shot from where you're at. He's like, so I try to do something. And yeah, so. I'm you guys sure. ever get eyes on that bull? I never did. Ryan, Ryan did. did. He said he was a shooter bull for sure. Really? Yeah. But we never actually laid eyes on yeah. that bull. Hmm. Same thing. 20 Too thick. Yard, 20 yards maybe. And yeah. so thick. No. Um, That's one thing I was surprised when we get over there, how thick it was. It is, yeah. A lot. Some of it. Like coast thick almost. Worse than the coast range. Yeah. yeah. I mean. I agree. Like that one, like wild strawberry patch. Oh, it's horrible. Oh, my gosh. So, you know, later in the story, that thickness will come up again. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so. So, day five, I show up, and then we go, and we hit a random. Off the side of the road. Off the side of the spot. Yeah, you know, like, uh, Anthony's got Onyx, and then uh, we're driving. We're we're getting the Taylor Swift going. Yeah, Taylor Swift produced. Are you guys, be- okay, people have heard about this on the, on the podcast. Are you guys officially believers in it yet? Uh, Anthony turned mm. it on if he he won't admit it <laughs> on his own on our way over and I looked at him and I'm like okay uh, our uh, last day there she let us yeah down. The, the last day the whole trip she never let us down we wore her out she was our, yeah I think we listened to her too much she got tired of producing for us because the last day she did not produce huh. I did turn it on when I went over for meal deer <laughs> I, I did come home with the tears that's so, so funny <laughs> he's never told me that before when I, before we left, I turned um, on quiet. Though. We made a hunt, and Anthony's like, "If this produces on this on this next hunt, mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna have to start listening to Taylor Swift." Mm-hmm. And we got into <laughs> we got into bulls that night. <laughs> um, so we we pick a random spot. We're driving. Anthony's on Onyx. I'm like, "There's a nice ridge that goes down. What's in the bottom of that?" And you're like, "Nothing." And so we're like, "Let's let's try that." And then, uh, God, it's an hour after daylight, probably somewhere. And yeah. we're yeah. down there in the deep dark ridge, and. Uh, it was good in there. We immediately start seeing sign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was everywhere. It was mm-hmm. it was very obvious that they were pounding that area. Right. I mean, there Rubs. was elk sign everywhere in there. That big Tracks, old bed thing. Beds. Yeah. Fresh pee still on mm-hmm. the ground. You know, I mean, yeah. they were in there. So we're going, and I forget if we run into a bull. Or yeah, not. I walked past him. Yeah. He let me walk past him because. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I stopped right in front of you. Because <laughs> yeah. I was. Yeah, I'm the last one in 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 the in the line, and I'm like, oh, stop. Yeah, I'm like, Get there's him. a bull, like. 40 yards directly above us uphill. Anthony might as well be Ray Charles going through the woods. <laughs> Sometimes, well, how, many, was, how many elk did you walk by in that? I was looking I was looking down. I was looking down. I hadn't looked up. 
And then you guys are like, elk. And I'm like, looking. Oh. I'm like, where did they see these elk? And I look back at you guys, and you're looking up. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I just screwed this up. This and will I happen looked. probably three or four more times throughout the trip. Uh, it happened on our last trip over. <laughs> yeah, oh, did it? I told them already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is a good bull. It's a, it's a six point. And it's about the same size as the the one we passed up on first day. I think it was smaller. Smaller for sure. Yeah, this was a. And then it, another small one with him. No, that was that the, was a different. Yeah. Girl. Oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I like, saw so many bulls. We started like, losing track. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, show. I, I didn't. I have the camera. I didn't even think about filming. I was. What I was like, dead set on trying not to get this thing to bust. And so I'm like, Shelby. I'm like, there's a bull. I, I think. I think I said that he's not a shooter. Yeah, you said he's not a shooter. But, but there's a bull right there. Yeah. And we wash him for a yeah. few minutes, and then I confirm, yeah, not a shooter. Yeah, and he busts, and I think right there is where I start stripping clothes, and uh, left your bugle tube. I left my bugle tube mm-hmm. and a cow call and cow call. my easy estrus, which is like a thirty-six dollar call, and then like a forty dollar bugle I can't tube. Fi- I can't find mine. Oh, good. Yeah, I know. I'm not the only one. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> no. you're rubbing uh, off on Anthony Garrett. So oh, it's horrible. I lost like eighty bucks in calls almost in. Like a day. The first hour. Of the <laughs> yeah, not even. <laughs> so fast forward it. We're walking through the woods and maybe 200 yards, maybe 100 yards. I don't know. Yeah, you were going to go back and get your stuff. <laughs> I'm like, oh, guys, I crap. Yeah. <laughs> I got to go back. You were heading back to go get your calls because yeah. we weren't very far and we'd gone a pretty straight path. So it was going to yeah. be easy to find him. And I'm like, well, screw it. If he's going to walk away. And I bugled. And that was the first <laughs> bugle we got. It was like 100 yards below us. Right. He cracked off. And we're like, oh, never mind. Yeah, Garrett turned right back around. Yep. And we set up really quick. And same thing, those bulls, there yeah. was two of them. I think I stole your bugle. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I, I went back mm-hmm. to drop back. Um, they He only bugled the one time. And there were, there ended up being two bulls. Mm-hmm. But we dropped down a little bit. You went up and to our right. And same thing. I'm like, okay, they, they're probably going to come in this way. Mm-hmm. And then He went up to the left. We were shoot. They came from yeah, our right. Yeah, so that we were right on the edge of a little ridge. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting there, and I'm listening, and I'm listening, and then I could hear them, you know, walking. And I, I knew what they were doing. I'm like, and I, I looked at her, I said, we got to move. She's like, why? I'm like, we got to move now. They're going to wind you. They they went up and around us. Mm-hmm. What they were doing is, yeah, the wind, that's where the wind was going. Um, And then also, it put them above you, so they knew they could look down. Because it wasn't super thick right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Well, it was, but it was all like knee-high stuff. So you could see pretty good. And they came in. I mean... The little six point was at like nineteen when I ran. Yeah, and it was another six point about the same size as the first one we saw. And then I thought he was a little bigger. And this is the one where I was like, "Are you sure?" Because (laughs) he wasn't big, but you know he's he's right there, and we're five six days into this now. Yeah. And she's at full draw. He's just standing there, dumber in a post. And the little five point that was with him had gone further and winded us, Mm -hmm. and it was like beavis and butthead up there <laughs> so you got these two bulls one standing there just dumb to the world and the other one keeps going and then i'm watching this bull and this bull just comes into my view just running like an idiot like <laughs> not like a normal elk runner he was just uh, like like a giraffe like a hey you really? guys <laughs> that's what it reminds yeah he goes, he goes he goes running by and the other bull doesn't even move really and, she's and this at, is a really small five point like yeah and she's at full draw on this other bull and I'm like, are you going to shoot him? And she's like, I don't know. And this is where the conversation came in of conversation. <laughs> all I was saying was, will you be happy with him in two I days? I think we have that on video. Mm-hmm. 
Actually, we do have them because I was listening to it the other day. Yeah, it's more than a conversation. <laughs> it was, it's, it's like a debate. <laughs> will you be happy with them in two days? And she said, I don't know. And that's when I was like, well, you better decide. Because <laughs> if you're going to be happy in two days with that bull, They're shoot, here now. Him, yeah, shoot him right now. <laughs> right. And I didn't have the clearest shot at him either. See, that's the other thing. I'm, it's, it's, there's it's, always a few foot difference. So um, to me, it is perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For her, it's a little goofy on the angle anthony's what five ten six foot eleven yeah i'm i'm five thirteen <laughs> cool yeah. and i'm like five four yeah. so there's a, there's a few inches there of a difference so when anthony had like a clear shot sometimes i had like a tree i had to look through or shoot through yeah where he couldn't tell so well, somebody's listening to this podcast and they're saying don't pass up an animal you'd shoot on the last day if you'd shoot it on whatever and i don't agree with that yeah, on, on I, this hunt, anyways. No, because I, I would have done the same thing. Not yeah. on this hunt. He yeah. was the reason is that I didn't. I mean, obviously, any bull I'd be happy with. My explanation was, yeah, I'd be happy to kill a bull because it's awesome to do that with a bow. Yeah. But that's not the bull I came over here for. Right. I would be happy, but I wouldn't be ecstatic like I was last year. You know, I came over for a certain type of bull with this tag, mm-hmm. and knowing that I had, you know. Over a decade before I would draw it, if I don't get lucky again, but before I would draw it again. Probably be two decades. Probably yeah. now bad luck will, or the good luck's going to bite me. <laughs> um, so, and, I, and, and I he wasn't care. very much bigger than the first bull, the first six point we saw in this area either. Okay. He was, I mean, maybe a tiny bit, but to me, he didn't look that much bigger at all. Yeah. So as, as, as the shooter, do you ever feel pressured to shoot a bull you didn't want to shoot? Yes. Did you? Which I, one? Because <laughs> I didn't want to make Anthony mad thinking that I was, I didn't want to come off that I'm being like super picky and, you know, with my second year actually elk hunting being like super picky <laughs> about a bull, but I had my mindset on a specific type of bull that I wanted uh-huh. that I know was over there. So I wasn't, I didn't want to settle, but I didn't want to step on toes or come across like I well, was being, you know. There's a couple situations that I remember you guys telling me about where you guys were looking at different bowls. And, yeah. And, uh, that happened twice, and that's the only times <laughs> that I actually was like, on video. you've got to be kidding me. So the first bull yeah. she passes on, go back to day one, she can't see the big bull. That's the bull I'm looking at. I look at her and say, you are shooting this bull. And at first, when I first saw him, I didn't know 100% he was the big one mm-hmm. that we went down there for. But I, I could see his fronts and everything. He's big enough. He's huge. And I look at her and I say, you are shooting this bull. She's only looking at the little bull. She looks at me and goes, no, I'm not. <laughs> and I'm just instantly like, you've got to be kidding me. He was pissed. We're here to shoot a 500-incher. Yeah. Because I think twice uh. that during the whole thing, I actually said, you are shooting. It was on that one. And then, because I, I didn't care. If she wanted to shoot a 240 right. and that's what she was happy with, it's her tag. I don't care. Yeah. You know, it, I'm just there to call and pack and guide so i didn't care about that but when i'm looking at this 370 bull and she's sitting out not shooting him i'm like (laughs) at this point i didn't know that bull was there i only saw the little one yeah and then Uh. that conversation will come back up later in this trip right also because that's the only that was the first time i'm just like no yes you are like that i'm not this isn't a debate Uh, like right i'll figure out how to make you draw your bow so in the first, um, so in the first morning when I'm with you guys, we pass up pretty Two. much. We passed up three bulls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, you could have got a shot at that one. I could have had you walk backwards. Oh yeah, because he was just he was staring at. I could have dropped time. down to my knees and crawled, and yeah. he wouldn't have seen because yes. there was that. He stood there for a long time. He did. Yeah. I mean, he watched me like stop and everything. I walked right past him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Those bulls over there will let you do that, apparently. Um, Somewhat. (laughs) It's the cows that were. So I'm immediately thinking, I'm like, oh, this is going to be easy. Mm -hmm. We just got to find one big enough. And uh, so we crawl, we get out of that hole. That was not, that was not flat either. I wasn't, yeah. That was pretty steep. Yeah. That's the one I crawled out at the top. No, I think that was, was it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the second. That was one of those spots where it's super steep, but it wasn't real big. No, no, we were like, only down there like 300 yards. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe. And then the last that. like, you know, two feet up was that just yeah. loose rock and you can't just stand up. Yeah. So did you ever feel like you like you were holding the group back? Because Anthony, I, he's hard to keep up with. Oh, yeah. I felt like that every yeah. single day, especially That's... with him and him and Ryan, because him and Ryan are both like Ryan works out yeah. all the time and I don't. Yeah. Anthony's I mean, he's got that somewhat, strength but in his legs. He's just, like a, he's like a goat. Like it's just is. built like that. And I can't keep up with it. Even if I'm walking my fastest and the faster <laughs> I walk, the more I fall. So I've got to like pace myself a little bit. Well, that's why I wanted to walk behind you. So you yeah. didn't feel pressured. Yeah. And that's hunting with her period. That's my hardest thing is I have to remember, I have to remind myself <laughs> to stop and slow yeah. down because. Yeah. For one, your legs are longer than mine. Well, just, and, and I for don't two, like, I'm like, not in your shape talking about it but like it's like i've seriously like designed for it like mm-hmm. i can just go and go and go right. at a, a ridiculous pace with lots of weight like i've witnessed it it's like yeah and you don't even train for it like you go to the gym but you don't train for that mm-mm. you just naturally got that silly yeah. strength yeah and, and I, I think that's yeah. why i was so tired after five days I because be we were around. going hard and i was trying to keep up because i didn't yeah. want to be you know the girl that holds all the guys back over yeah. there on this hunt and so I was going at 100, I went 110% the whole time, but like those first five days I was just going hard, trying to keep up and I way overdid it. And when you say 110%, I completely saw that. I was impressed as hell. That was really cool to see. And I was trying super hard not to push or anything because it's her tag. We were over there for almost two weeks. It's like, I can't. And it's not easy land. It's not (laughs) like it's flat. No, it's not easy and you just. If she doesn't want to do it, we're right. screwed. I was waiting for a blow up or an argument, and I'm like, I'm just gonna, you know, <laughs> stay out of it. <laughs> but it, the there was never. We came to that was on that <laughs> wonky bull, the weird bull. You posted a picture of. <laughs> and to clarify, because in the video it sounds like I am Passed like, it up. yeah, but all I saw from where I was standing, <laughs> oh yeah, because you were a little bit behind me and to the right, and all I saw was a, I saw the big side, but I'm like, he's just a spike on that side. That's yeah. kind of lame. I think we I, did. I post audio. Yeah, you did. Oh, okay. And I'm like, darn it, it looks like I'm just good being a jerk about me. it. It's yeah. a good thing you couldn't hear me. Cause yeah. But yeah, all, all I'm I... looking at is like a 330 side. Yeah. And I've got her saying, I'm not shooting him. <laughs> that's the thing. Is like... We were like day nine. Uh, yeah. yeah. And the words that were coming out of my mouth. Were not nice. I almost stood up <laughs> and said, screw it then. I'm going, if you're not going to shoot a 330 bull <laughs> on day almost 10, I'm going home. Uh-oh. Well, somebody said, don't shoot a non-symmetrical bull. And I'm thinking, this is the coolest bull I've seen all trip. Yeah. Everyone I've shown or that's seen oh that picture gosh. and I've talked to, guys that have killed bulls, a yeah. lot of bulls, they're like, that thing is freaking yeah. sweet. Once he stud. turned and I saw the other, like that it <laughs> rolled and dropped down, I'm like, well, that's yeah. cool. I would shoot. And that's what, when we went in on those, yeah. I said, whatever one of those two bulls walks in, the, the herd bull, whatever one walks in first, I'll shoot. Right. And that's what I told him. I'm like, I just only saw a spike on one side. Like, that was my visual, so I didn't see the full thing. Did you see, like, the foot drop? No, I didn't yeah. see the drop at all. Just the one part that came up in the yeah. front, it just looked like a spike. For and you guys that haven't seen the photos, go on to my Instagram. It's pretty cool it's, bull. Yeah, it is. It's, it's the first bull I've ever seen like that. I've never yeah. seen one like it's that. It's so cool. 
I've seen one that kind of grows more towards the front of its face. Yeah. But and he was tiny. Like his main beams yeah. were, you know, twenty inches. Yeah. This thing had freaking fronts of twenty. Well, I remember <laughs> yeah. I had it, and I was ranging and filming at the same time, and I'm like eighty three yards, and then I'm trying to like semi talk Shelby into it. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I would, you know, if it was my tag, I yeah. would probably. Well, shoot and you that hear me? I'm like, ball. he's just a spike on that one side, isn't he? And you're like, no, he's really cool. And I'm like. I can't see. <laughs> I'm over there I'm about five at yards away steaming. Yeah. yeah. Rolling around practically. It's yeah. just like, oh my uh, gosh. <laughs> so uh, so we make that first morning hunt. And then I think uh, a day or two after that, we take a break. Mm-hmm. Go to town, yeah. eat some burgers. It's kinda, the hunting kind of slows down a little bit. We yeah. went a couple of days where we didn't... Didn't hear a bugle. Hear a bugle. We didn't really see bu- much. We never heard a bugle until we got... Where we spent the rest of the time. Yeah. yeah. But we did we did have more stocks on bulls, yeah. you know, in that big nasty canyon that I filmed you guys going after. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's jump ahead to where we, well, we're sleeping pretty, pretty far from where we're hunting. I yeah. Mean, it's about a 40 minute drive. 40 minute drive gravel. all on gravel. Yeah. The roads suck. Yeah. Potholes everywhere. It's not actually that far mileage wise, but yeah. you're only going five miles yeah. an hour. Yeah. It took like 45, yeah. 40 minutes, 45 minutes to yeah. get there. So we drive well to the to the far next camping spot. It's probably over an hour. Probably easily easily over an mm-hmm. hour. Yeah. To the next area where we hunted, and we go over there. What, in the middle of the day. Yep. We, we park on the wrong side of the road, but yeah, park on the well, wrong. We didn't know. Side. Yeah, no. We, we park at this blocked off road and uh, go to the end of it, and there's like nothing. And yeah, no Anthony, sign or nothing. Yeah, we're so hiking we're, in there. Yeah, so we're like talking like this. I'm like, well, what the heck do we do now? And mm-hmm. then Anthony, I think you throw out a bugle. Yeah. I, I just bugled as loud <laughs> as I could. And then we're sitting there, and it was probably 30 seconds later. Yeah. One popped off on yeah. the far side. We're like, <laughs> We yeah, all kind of look at each other like, like holy that? crap, that's first did, bugle. Did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> and then I so, was skeptical that it was a bull. Yeah. Just the t- time of day, not, and I've called bulls in midday. I know it's a good time, but. Just where he was and everything, I was just like, uh, pretty I don't darn know. close to a main road. Yeah, I'm and like, the flattest stuff in that whole unit. Yeah, I'm like, I don't <laughs> not know flat, about this. but still the Flat-ish. flattest stuff. Yeah, it was easier walking. Yeah. Um. So what happens then? So then we turn around and hike back out <laughs> and cross the road and we bugle again, right? A f- couple times and he popped we get off. Him going, yeah, we're we, bugling off the main road. Yeah, off the main road. So we pick a good spot, check the wind, and just hike straight up the little mountainside there. Mm-hmm. Wind was shaky. It was going pretty much straight to him, but I said, "I if he's far enough over, we'll be fine. We mm-hmm. can, we'll get away with this." It swirls over there in the middle of the day. The wind always kind of just goes back and yeah. forth. It's those midday thermals fighting for, yeah, yeah, you know, to see who's going to win, which way it's going to blow. Our last day there, it was horrible up there. Really? The because the storm was blowing in mm-hmm. this last trip, it was like we were cursed. No matter yeah. what we did, the wind was a hundred and ten percent wrong. <laughs> yeah, we'd get it right and start walking, and then all of a sudden we'd feel it on the back of our necks and be like, "Well, that's." We cool. were doing that's that same not- thing when uh, Mitch and I last weekend. We couldn't do the wind right. I mean, we would. It was swirling literally twenty four seven. So we got we got the wind to do something constant for about twenty minutes. And I, so <laughs> I'm like, "All right, we're gonna go this way." Uh huh. I kid you not. We took two steps, whirled right at our back. I'm like, "You gotta be kidding me!" Like this is so, ridiculous. Well, we te- we tear after that one bull. He's up on top of the mountain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, we get up there. Mr. Ray Charles here. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> we get up there and we can we, tell we're close. Yeah, well, the bull's like raspy, like losing his voice. Mm-hmm. And yeah, very. Sounds farther than he was. Yeah, because yeah. he wasn't being super loud. No. Everything kind of happened quick that day. Like, we're up there. We know we're close. 
All of a sudden, Anthony hands Garrett his rangefinder and says, you guys go. <laughs> and I'm still like unknown of what's happening. I mean, I know the bull was mm. close, but I'm like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> and I'm like, why would Anthony send me with Garrett and not come with me to w- be there yeah. when I shoot, if I shoot? And I had a lot going on in my hand, yeah. so I was yeah. just like, go. Yeah, <laughs> but Anthony ended up laying on the ground hiding from cows. <laughs> and Garrett and I, so we go up, try to get, and we see the bull, mm-hmm. um, but he's running. And Garrett and I look at each other and like, holy shit, that's a huge bull. Right. Um, but we saw him as he's running with the cows, and we didn't have a shot. Well, he was following that hot cow. Yeah. I think she was hot, and she was the lead cow. The rest of the cows came back to me because yeah. you guys leave, and I keep calling. He's not calling anymore, and I can't see you guys anymore. And I look to my right, and here comes cow, <laughs> single file. I'm like, this bull's going to come right to me, uh-huh. and the shooter's nowhere to be found. And I was actually had cell phone service there, and I start calling you guys. <laughs> I didn't this, know. At, at didn't this know point, I'm laying flat on the ground because the cows are right there, and they're looking <laughs> like there's supposed to be an elk right here. Uh-huh. And they're just looking at me. I'm like, oh, I'm going to see this bull. Where is he at? And he never showed up, but nope, he was on that. He was cow. with you yep. guys. Well, what happened? We walked within 20 yards of his cows, mm-hmm. and uh, I see him off to the corner of the left. I'm like, is that? I'm like, I think I asked Mike, is that an elk over there? Because I saw like an ear, and then I saw it flicker, and then I saw the other one like go like that, like <laughs> come over, like what? <laughs> and then what there's two cow faces looking at us. I'm like, oh shit! And then uh, they take off. And that's when we. Saw and the that's bowl. yeah. And then I start punching Anthony in the arm. I'm like, bugle, bugle, bugle. And then uh, he bugles, and that bull rips off. And that's when he shoved the rangefinder in my chest, and we. Oh, okay. That's when we switched ways. That happened really fast. That was all I had. I was like, okay, Bugle, Anthony shoved me with Garrett. I'm just going to follow and do what I'm told. And those, what I learned in that, that first situation there, and it was the true the whole way through, Mm -hmm. even once we went back and they were just screaming their heads off. Uh It did not matter how close you got to their cows. No. They never got defensive. Each bull had one or two cows when Mm -hmm. we went back. Right. This guy uh, had six or yeah, he, seven. He was the only yeah. one, I think, with cows that yeah. we saw. Yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but True. even once they all only had one or two, mm-hmm. they didn't care. Nope. They right. did not get defensive. And they would cows. not leave the one cow. They there's all, Each of them had one or two cows, or if they had two or three, yeah. one of the cows was hot, and they would not leave. They were just dead set. Their mind was on the cow, and they yeah. wouldn't come into the calls no matter how close you got. That's really interesting because, you know, we – we were on that. So we, we get on that big bowl. He ends up following that cow. We see him run down this opening yeah. like and 40 yards. And he is huge. And immediately I start hearing cuss words and that's a big bowl. And Shelby's the one throwing him out. <laughs> <laughs> every He got mad because every time we saw a big bowl, I'm like, holy shit, that's a huge bowl. It's just the first thing that you think yeah. of. I mean, just yeah. I, I would hear vomit. him talking and be like, shut up. He, I know he's big and he's 25 <laughs> yards away. Be quiet. I think she, she like. I just get excited. Yeah, she sees him come out. I'm like, we're trying to get to this last tree. And uh, (laughs) he comes out, and I see his tops. And then I hear, holy shit, Garrett, that's a huge bull. I'm like, yeah, that's a shooter. (laughs) And then uh, – I think I said that like four more times. (laughs) So we tear off after him. That leads us into another bull. And then um, Anthony was really smart on this one because he's like, that bull's bedded. You could tell just by the way he was bugling. And you were right. He was. And because uh, I, I hadn't really ever heard a bull bugle bet or bugle, bugle from, from his, his bed, bed, you know, or at least recognize it. And as soon as it happened, Anthony's like, that's that's a mm-hmm. that bull's bed. That's We're going to kill him. Yeah. That's, that's a better bull. We'll get right. Yeah. On. And so we got ooh, 50, 40. I don't know how close we got to him because once we got in on him, he he got quiet. He got quiet. And then um, 
I don't think we saw that bowl, that big bowl again until evening. Yeah, we went back in there later that evening, and he yeah. was right where we right where we yeah. Because after that, didn't we? Oh no, we went back to camp, right? Yeah. And then came drove the big drive all the way back because this is still day yeah. one on this herd. <laughs> after that, we're like, we're moving camp. Yeah. <laughs> we we said if we go in again tonight and we get on yeah. more bulls, we're gonna move camp. Yeah. <laughs> well, because we found bulls willing to talk finally. Yeah. And we're an hour away from them. Right. I'm not gonna get up at three in the morning when I can just take an hour and go move camp. Right. And, yeah. You know wake up at five instead of three thirty. So right. So let's fast forward to the next morning. Oh and and when we went back to go get our all of our stuff, apparently a bear had gotten in my uh, yeah. my Yes, tent. a bear had gotten Canopy in your tent. Yeah. Rolled the propane things over. <laughs> yeah. Spilt the silverware. I think that's what spooked him. I think that's what happened. Because that would have been really loud. We have this plastic silverware on this tiny little table. Like a Costco set. Yeah, yeah, one. yeah. And uh I agree. I think there was a bear in camp because yeah. I didn't get to see because you guys started putting stuff back. But the you guys said the canopy tent was like we pulled into the camp. I thought someone broke into our stuff, and I'm like, <laughs> uh, Garrett's little like dining canopy is like completely tilted, like th- it's not straight anymore. Really? And then we pull up and we j- go right over there, and the tables dumped over, and I'm like, did someone come in and like rummage through our camp? And the propane, the big full propane tank was. Mm-hmm rolled and moved yeah <laughs> but nothing was gone like nothing was stolen mm. so i'm like well no one came in here because there's tons of stuff to steal if they wanted to yeah. so it had to have been a bear yeah because i had a couple nectarines on that little table and he didn't eat those no <laughs> <laughs> he probably knocked that table over after he plowed through your tent and scared off right he away probably but did because there was a lot of bears over there there was we, we so only, much bear sign we only oh saw gosh. two bears or i think it was the same bear twice but yeah. huge um Everything's huge over there. It was it was a big bear, but yeah, there was bear sign everywhere we went. There was not one sign. canyon that we did we go into where we didn't see yeah piles of bear scat. Oh my gosh, they have a bear problem over there. What? I mean, there's bears everywhere. Bear scat. That's what it's <laughs> called, isn't it? Sure. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. <laughs> if you're wanting to be politically correct, I guess yes. <laughs> bear droppings. Bear droppings. I tasted them. They were real. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's some berries in it. Yeah, I was like that looks good. <laughs> So we move camp, and the next morning we go back up on the hill, and so we're hunting the same hill. We got we got the area that we know we want to go. Yeah, it's just like yep. And it's a pretty big area, actually. We went into spots in there we never went when I was there. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. And it, it's a lot bigger than I realized. Um, mm. But yeah, we climb to the road that cuts the middle of it, mm-hmm. and they just bugle off the road, and whatever side they respond from, we would just go after them. Bail oh. off. And for yeah. Well, I was thinking, like, you're asking, like, are we going to run into that bowling again? I'm like, I don't know, 50-50? Yeah, I, I, yeah that <laughs> I first know. day we are like, I don't know. Are they still going to be there. in there? And he was... they, yeah, for whatever reason, that is the area they wanted to yeah. be. And he has a very distinct bugle, like we said mm-hmm. before. Yeah, that, I've, you you can't you can't confuse that bugle with another bull's bugle because yeah. it's the deep, like you said, like he's a chain smoker, just deep, raspy. Yeah. He never really bugled. Losing just, his voice. Yeah, like yeah. he's losing, and he, yeah, he does more grunting. And he has like the high pitchy at the front, but mm-hmm. at the end, it's like that just deep raspy, just yeah, gnarly yeah. bugle. Well, we find him within like the first thirty minutes. Yeah, Anthony, we get out. Of the, we listen to T Swift, of course, <laughs> on the way right. there. And then Anthony goes, "We're going to be on bulls by seven thirty. Yeah, <laughs> sure <laughs> you enough, did say that. That was the other thing. I did that every morning. <laughs> I was never wrong. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, I could I could choose twenty minutes out. I could be like, "We'll be on bugling bulls by seven fifteen. Yeah. And it would be before that, even if we started <laughs> at seven. It was really? weird, yeah. Huh. 
That bull would answer almost every, every – if you were in range, he would bugle back at you. Only at the second bugle, though. Yeah, he did on the second bugle. He didn't bugle. like the first bugle for whatever reason. He wanted a second bugle, and then he answered every time. Well, that bull raked more trees than anything I've ever seen in my life. There was hundreds yeah. of rubs in there. Oh, my gosh. I was trying gosh. to tell somebody how, many, how often do you think he bugled? Because I was trying to tell somebody the other day, and I think I might have been short on how many times he rubbed and how many he, times he bugled. He never stopped. Yeah. It was literally – 20 times an hour? I mean, I don't I know. I say, if you wanted to get him to bugle every 30 seconds, you could, if you were in range. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he wouldn't, he wasn't coming to you, right. but he would respond. And he would bugle on his time. own, but you had to be close enough mm-hmm. to hear it. Yeah. So we find him, and then I think he's below the road. Yeah. yeah that first day he yeah. was mm-hmm. below the road. And this is where we get close, like really close. Mm-hmm. So um, I think Anthony got him bugling, and uh, we're heading down the hill. So what, what, what happens from there? We're heading down the hill. Don't we? We cut another like weird overgrown road. Yeah, we did. And old like and that's ended up, that ended up being what they were on that yeah. morning. Yep. Yep. And we see the spike, right? The spike kind of yep. sp- yeah, spike pegged us. Pegged us yeah. at like seventy yards. And so we somehow we get there's this huge tree kind of in the middle of this road. Anthony Garrett and I are on one side, <laughs> and that big bull, Anthony was telling us he was like maybe five yards from him raking on the other side of the street. Anthony could see him. You and I couldn't. Yeah. Because we're kind of behind. Yeah. Um, I wish I would have handed you the camera. I never even thought about that. And Anthony's like, that's a huge bull. He was saying it too, but no shot because he's standing there raking and there's cows and that spike already pegged us, but didn't run off, did he? Just kind of saw us. No, there was two spikes. We got pegged twice that morning. Yeah. So the first one eventually goes back doing what he's doing. And we give it a few seconds. I'm like, all right, we're good to go. And I, I look from behind this tree that we're using as cover. No elk. I'm like, all right, we're good to go. And I step out, and there's another spike. Stand there <laughs> looking at me. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. I, just, I just hold still. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, I got that little spike, that fuzzy spike on video. Did you? Yeah. It was cute. <laughs> and Anthony, you said you were like, because like, the bull was just on the other side of the road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Five yards off the road. You are like 15 yards from it. Yeah, a total of like 15 yards. Yeah. God, so. I wish I would have gave you the camera. And he was thrashing that tree. There's oh, no was shot. Destroying it. Yeah. And that's where you were saying it didn't matter how close you were because we were bugling right in his face. And, and he we wasn't were, responding, though. Didn't care. He'd rub and he'd bugle back, but he didn't He didn't get defensive. Yeah, he didn't come in. He'd never leave that hot cow. Mm-hmm. Nope. So, and then we ended up, we ended up circling that mountain, figure eight in it like four times. Yeah, that we morning. did. Chasing him. We did. Because mm-hmm. we'd lose them because they would just keep moving. Yeah. And then we would keep moving. And then we'd find him again. We'd get in range of his bugle, and he'd bugle, and we'd yep. start it all mm-hmm. over again. And I think that was the morning we got on those three satellites. That was the first morning we saw those satellites. Yeah. And you saw the big one. I don't think I did, or you did. No, all I saw was a... Uh, um, Ray Charles that. <laughs> what? I said Ray Charles that. <laughs> <laughs> Only one who spotted him. Uh, yeah. He, there was, yeah. I saw the little ones, but not I the I saw the one. little ones. There was a spike, right? And then a smaller, like, five-point. I don't know exactly what it was. He was the one I spotted first. The rag? Yeah, because I'm, I'm, we're moving, and I look, and I could just see, like, his nose in one of his eyes. And I'm like, <laughs> uh-oh. And they were, like, 60, 70 yards out. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not good. Yeah. And I'm looking, and I could see it's a bull, and I could tell right away it wasn't the right bull. And then there ended up being three bulls there. Mm-hmm. But they were doing what we were doing. They were just skirting that herd. They were. So they just kind of, like, looked at us for a little bit and then went left, and we wanted to go right. So I was like, all right, see you later. Bye. And yeah. You said Kept one going. of them was, uh, I'm not sure if you said shooter, but you said he was a good bull. Yeah, one of them was definitely a good bull. I don't couldn't 100% tell it's what he was. Thick. Yeah, but you could you could tell he was yeah. a good bull. 
So we, those satellites and us ended up seeing each other a few times throughout the hunt. That's uh, what ended up chasing that herd. Making things happen for us. Was, yeah. Were those satellites. So let's fast forward. So we hunt them that day. The the big, we just call them the big bull. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we hunted them that second day. We hunted them a third day. Yep. And we're on them every day. Every yeah. single day. Yep. Every day we're pushing them. We're in bow range multiple yep. times, you know. Waiting for him to like turn. Once yeah. an hour, almost we're in bow range of them. Just yeah. it's, it's thick. Yeah, it's nat. Yeah. You know, it's just and, and think, they're moving. I think we did get winded by some cows that weren't. That didn't matter. They were calves. Mm-hmm. We did we, at one point. I don't know yeah. when it was during yeah. everything, but we yeah. did, for sure, get winded. Yeah. But we never, and we probably got seen a few times. But by the either the lead cow or the bull, I don't think we ever got winded or seen. No, by them. I don't think so either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they would have taken off that. Time. And the problem we were having too was you get. That big bull bugling, okay, he's about 80 yards this way. Mm-hmm. Well, his herd wasn't staying together very well. So, okay, yeah, you've got, okay, bull, you know, he's got cows about 80 yards this way. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you'd run into his cows over here five feet from you, and they'd run to him and get him moving. You're like, <laughs> yeah. you got to be kidding me. Right. So that was another problem we were having. So now we're on day four of hunting the same bull and getting in and on like him. day 10 total. And staying yeah. with him all day, every day. Yeah. And we're just following everything that you hear, getting close, getting close, and then challenge, challenge, challenge. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he's not churning. And he, this is a day we're going in here that we saw the wonky bull that yep. we talk about Yep. with another another satellite bull, smaller one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I never um, saw that one. It, yeah, I it saw it like run. A, it was a little, probably that like little a little one five point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I think, I think the one I said was a good bull. Yeah. It's a wonky one. I think I only saw the weird or the good side on him. Yeah. Because the other bull that was with them looked like the one that was with them the morning. Yeah. The one of the final mornings. Yeah. So So we're putting like nine miles a day on the ground chasing this freaking big yeah. bull around. And your knee starts hurting. Yeah. That was, we hiked down in that one, tri- started, we're going to hike down in a canyon there. It actually started, yeah, started a few days before started that. Started like, that was before we found these bulls. It yeah. started. So you're, you're actually probably, you're running around miles and miles and miles and miles. And this is where I really have a lot of respect for what you did out there is that you had like what a torn meniscus or something uh i did have meniscus problems from a, a couple years ago just like a little kind of nick falling from a, a <laughs> little nick that. in the meniscus <laughs> took a fall yes i fell um sorry and, I it, missed that one. and it, that thing pops yeah every... it, and it doesn't act up all the time but the jumping down from logs the high impact stuff the turning the rolling my ankles falling on my knee <laughs> the uphill downhill just the high impact stuff we were doing just really yeah. flared it up and so you had your own kines- kinesio tape kinesio tape kinesio tape so tape the bad boy up and that helped yeah. a ton which you do for a living you do that sports not taping but <laughs> uh, yeah um the like physical therapist kind of stuff yeah or therapist physical. assistant yeah. yeah that's what it is and so you're like bandaging your own knee up and yeah. um, you had me feel your knee and it was like pop. I was like, yeah. holy Because I'm like, crap. I don't want them to think I'm just faking a knee pain to get out of it because it was <laughs> pretty bad. Because um, yeah. I was pushing through like my legs weren't, they were past the point of being sore. It was just pain. Yeah. And I'm like, I can deal with that. Right. But the knee pain that was happening, that one I couldn't deal with. Um, but taping it helped. Yeah. I mean, it got me through the rest of the hunt. Yeah. After that, I was like. I would, I would like, if my, that was my knee, I don't know what I'd be doing. I told her, you know, it's, it's your tag. Don't push yourself to not, to the point of not wanting to do it. Yeah. Just doing it because, well, I have this tag. I have to stay. I said, if yeah. at any point you want to pull out and be done and we'll yeah. come back later, have that's fun. what, that's what we'll do. Yeah. So. 
So that's why we took a break. She, did, she yeah. didn't. Yeah, we went. She took stuck a break. it out, but I went and had. Uh, what did I have? You had. I stayed away from the seafood. Yeah, you told the lady. I've been told this is what Garrett <laughs> said. We go to this little tiny burger joint, and then I order burgers. And Garrett's like, "Ooh, the fried shrimp looks good." But then they had chicken strips, and the lady asked him, and he goes. To the lady working at this burger joint, he says, <laughs> you know, I've been told I'm never supposed to eat seafood from another... Uh, from out of town. From out of town to this lady. And she kind of looks at him like, okay. So he goes, I'm not the chicken strips. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, Garrett. No, okay. Seafood is risky when you're out in the middle of nowhere. That is true. I mean, nowhere. And you're it's counting like a, on this little shanty to cook it it's properly. Like a, it's like a coffee shop burger yeah, place. You're yeah. asking for problems. So but I was they had good burgers. I was playing it safe. Yeah. And I had a milkshake. Um, I was not being healthy at all. Totally but keto. But it was, it was a rewarding day. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys, uh, Anthony picked up some junk food from the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Remember, you had like a ice cream bar or something like that. I don't know. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, back to the story. Anyway. So anyways, day four of this, day 10 of the total trip. What? Day 10. Okay. Yep. Day four, right? Day 10? Yeah. I don't know. Day, this is day four on that bowl. Day four on this bowl. So we, first thing in the morning, he he pops off. Yep. And we know it's him because of the bugle. Yep. So we go in after him. Um, and this is when that video you put on Instagram comes. We're on the top of where he always is. And Anthony walks past again. And Garrett's <laughs> like, bull. And he kneels. Anthony kneels, goes to his knees because he doesn't see it um, at first, right? And me and Garrett I, are standing I saw back. Him right away, but I didn't see him originally. Yeah. yeah. And so that's when the whole conversation when Garrett's like, oh, that's a good bull. And I, I saw the one side. I'm like, that's a good bull. I couldn't see the full backs. So I could see the front. And I'm like, well, his yeah. fronts and, and his seconds and thirds look really good. Yeah. But then he has a spike on the one side. And that's yeah. all I could see because of the, just where I was positioned. And that's when Garrett was talking to me. And he's a good bull. It's my tag. And I'm like, I don't want to shoot a nice bull on one side and a spike on the other. Yeah. And then he turns because he sat there and stared at us for I don't know how long. A while. Yeah. A while. And, but at 80 yards. And we couldn't move because he had us pegged. And then he turns. And I'm like. Oh, that's why you were telling me that he would take that bull because it was the cool drop time. Mm-hmm. Um, wouldn't have scored at all, but he was super, super unique. I remember seeing him like on the camera, and I'm like focusing it, and then I'm like, "Oh, that's a, that's a good bull." And then I'm like, "Wait, is that a branch above his head, like coming in there? Like, there's a, it was an ivory tip." And I was trying to figure out whether that's a branch, and then like, he like just moves a little bit, and I saw that branch move, and I'm like, "That's a, that's a shooter." Like, mm-hmm. it, I my heart dropped as soon as I saw that, like. As soon as I could make out his tops, I was like, "Holy crap! Yeah, that's a good bull." Because he was behind some trees, so it wasn't he was. like he was—he wasn't just super clear to see, especially mm-hmm. where I was standing. Right. So that's when the heated conversation happened between <laughs> me and Anthony because Anthony finally saw the big side, yeah. and I'm like, "He's a that's spike on I one side, yeah. yeah." And he's and then when he's telling, yeah. Anyways, fast forward, we saw what he really was. I'm like, yeah. "Okay, I'll shoot him." We're so, on the big bull at the same time. Yeah. So the big bull's probably. 40 yards from where from the wonky bull so they're both there See, so i thought he was a way farther than that but he wasn't no he we wasn't pretty much only went to where that bull was standing yeah and that's that's where everything happened mm-hmm. so yeah yeah that, i suppose that's right because i thought that bull was Maybe like a little the big further, bull was like another 150 yards away yeah i know we thought the big bull was farther away but he yeah. wasn't yeah um because he got he got silent because we got close yeah and so that wonky bull ended up walking away, so we're like, okay, well, let's move in, and mm-hmm. and Garrett's like, I'll stay back in these trees and call, and so Anthony and I go to move in, and I tell Anthony as we're walking there, whatever one comes in first, I'm shooting, mm-hmm. and he said, okay, so we're 
walking in and all of a sudden we there's like a couple trees to my left and we stop there because I see the wonky bull and the other satellite bull go running by and I look at Anthony I'm like they spot us like I don't think they saw us why I was are, confused why like, are they running the wind is perfect yeah. yeah and I didn't see they came from nowhere I'm like they came uh, way from the right he, they and they were kind of running towards us so oh know, really not like towards us but angled towards our direction so yeah. I know they weren't straight. running away from us yeah huh. So and I'm then like, what the heck happened? Yeah, I'm like, there? what is going on? <laughs> yeah. Then next thing, and I'm standing there like watching those bulls. Cause I'm like, wait, where are they going? And then next thing we know, we hear the herd bull. He finally had had enough of mm-hmm. people pushing his herd, and he is straight just charging Anthony and I at full speed. <laughs> and I'm like, he gets to a point where I'm behind a tree and I know he can't see me because so, we were kneeling down. So I stand up and draw my bow back, and. He pegs us at like 25 yards and just stops dead in his tracks. And he's kind of, I don't know, what is that, quartered away a little bit? Quarter two. Quarter two. Yeah. And from where Anthony was, Anthony was a little bit to my right. He had a perfect frontal shot. I didn't have that because I was a yard or two to the left. So I had not a, obviously not a, um, a full broadside shot, but quarter two enough to where I could see behind the shoulder i could see where the shoulder was and where um i'm supposed to aim mm-hmm. and so i i get settled and anthony says 25 yards i'm like got it put my pins where they should be and you know release let the arrow go and as soon as the arrow was leaving the bow the bull kind of whirled a little bit and a good the right away. direction away. away to to make it more broadside to make it more broadside so when the arrow hit mm-hmm. so the arrow hit him and I saw the arrow hit because when he started whirling, I'm like thinking this was all like within seconds. I'm like, crap, he's going to whirl. My bow's good. My arrow's going to hit way back, but it hits probably six inches back from the, the shoulder, the mm-hmm. point of the shoulder and perfect height, mm-hmm. perfect height. And I'm like, holy crap, how did that hit so perfectly? Mm-hmm. And, um, my first, but, but the thing, what I saw right away is it didn't penetrate very well. I'm like, well, that's kind of weird. We have a better setup this year. Mm-hmm. It went in decent because my original thought was it's over. That's done. It is mm-hmm. a done deal. Right. Like Dead it, bull. it just all came together. You finally finally smoked like that it big finally bull. came together. Yeah. But then also I'm looking at it, I'm like, those fletchings are look like they're tight to the shoulder. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, well, crap. You know, because then, then with him moving and everything, I'm like, I hope she didn't just shoulder shoot him. Right. And, but she didn't. Right. No. Well, she had way too much penetration for her shoulder shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially yeah. once we found there, there that did not hit the shoulder. Right. No. But the and it was, I mean, from where I saw, that was if I was aiming, like when I aimed last year, if I was aiming at that bull from completely broadside. I, I mean, I was telling Gary earlier, it's you heart shot that thing last year. Yeah, a couple inches up from where I wanted to aim, and a couple inches, you know, back towards the body a little bit, but still total lung shot yeah i wanted to be a couple inches closer to the shoulder and a couple inches down so it was heart shot so it was quick it was over we didn't have to search for miles um but it was still a good shot like i yeah. would take that shot any day so i was like okay that's a good shot but then i, d- I didn't see much penetration i could still see most of my a lot of my arrow still sticking out and i'm like ah i had a little <laughs> i just instantly had a feeling like, that's not right mm-hmm. so we he runs he bounds a couple probably goes to like 60 yards Anthony says, let's go try to get another arrow in him. Because I, I bugled at him right away. Mm-hmm. And he bugled back. And that's what made me nervous. So I bugle. He's running. I bugle. He stops and bugles back. And I'm like, well, that's never good. No. And um, 
then he walked off. When he got to like 80 yards, and we could still, I could still see him through trees, mm-hmm. and he's just stopped. And I, I hate messing with anything once an arrow's in them. Just don't move is mm-hmm. my motto. But with everything that just happened, I'm like, let's try getting another arrow in them. Yeah. Well, we couldn't. We got close enough, and he's standing in the same spot the whole time. And it took us about half hour to get up that close. Mm-hmm. 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Probably 20 minutes, And he's yeah. not moving. He's not, I'm watching him, and he's not acting hurt. He's acting confused. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't see him. After I shot, I never saw him. So we, we sneak up, we crawl up there, and he's he hasn't moved. And I, I lean out from this little tree that we use to block his view of us. Mm-hmm. And I range him. It was like 46 yards. Mm-hmm. And I lean in, I look around, it's going to be like 45 yards. And she's like, okay. And I lean out again, gone. Mm-hmm. Like a freaking ghost. And I'm like. And we didn't hear footsteps, nothing. Yeah, we and just... I could see pretty well left and right. Yeah. He ended up exiting straight away yeah. is why I didn't see him. But it was just, he's there that whole time. Then I look again, he's gone. I'm like, well, crap. So I think I went back and got you. Yeah, yeah. he you came got back me. and got Garrett. And, yeah. And uh, I'm like jacked. Yeah, yeah. Garrett like comes <laughs> gives me a hug, high fives. You got an arrow in one, and I'm like <laughs> crying because I'm like I don't know. <laughs> I was a little nervous. Um, so we, I don't think we did anything for what three hours. Two we and didn't half do hours? any. We, we uh, sat for about two and a half hours. We sat for two and a half hours, and then we go went, we went and looked for the arrow. Uh, yeah, where well, she shot. We sat for two hours. You guys said, okay, it's been two hours. Let's go look for the arrow. Yeah. You guys go find the arrow, and then which we is s- obviously. Away from the direction we right. last saw him. Because we yeah. know where he last was when mm-hmm. we saw him. And so it's, the, yeah. you know, a ways away. Then and they come back with arrow. And that's when we sat, decided to sit for another 45 minutes to yeah, an hour. I find the arrow. And I, I it's kind of sticking up mm-hmm. with the fletchings up. And I grab it. And it's not broke. It was in, it, The arrow's fine. Mm-hmm. And I look at the broadhead. And the ferrule of the broadhead is snapped in half. Mm-hmm. So all I've got is like this... The base where it's... It yeah, so I got the threaded part, obviously, because the arrow's intact. Mm-hmm. And then I've got like a quarter of the, of the ferrule. <coughs> nothing else. No blade. Nope, nothing. And I'm just like, uh-oh. Yeah. And... I knew at that point. Which I'm I'd like, seen this that. Be I've good. seen that twice before. I was trying to stay positive, yeah. but it's like, that's not good. Yeah. As soon that as I saw good. that from, from an elk hunt, we, me and Mitch were on, he hit one broadside. And what we thought happened, and we thought he got a pass through because... The, the arrow came out like 200 yards down the blood trail. And uh, we think that broadhead snapped on that incoming rib. Or mm-hmm. I'm not, we're not sure what happened. Yeah. And then it looked identical to that feral. And I'm like, oh, crap. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is like, we don't when we say blood. big bull, we say it's 340, 350 easy. I, I, for sure, 350. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This bull sure. is, he, th- that is the bull I went over there for. Yeah. So when I shot and I saw that the, when he finally gave us a shot, I'm yeah. like relief, like weight lifted off my shoulders. We <laughs> finally got the bull. I didn't hold out for nothing. Yeah. And then when they brought, I, I cried first cause I'm like, I still had a feeling <laughs> in my stomach. Yeah. I didn't see much penetration. It sh- my arrow should have gone in farther than that. And I know it was good shot placement. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm very strict with myself. I'm not going to take a shot of it's unethical at all or if, like I was hesitant to even want to take a frontal because I didn't practice that before. Right. I don't want to practice it on a live animal and end up wounding them and them just be out there or die and we can't find them. Right. So uh, for me to take a shot, it has to be something I feel comfortable with. Yeah. And I 100%, you know, kept my bow up when I was looking through my sight when the arrow hit, I saw it. 
as he whirled, it was good shot placement. But well, basically, you poked him with a pencil. Exactly, because that broadhead broke about what, a foot penetration. What I think happened? Not even. Not even. Nope. And what it ex- it would explain a lot. What I think happened is, I think the broadhead came apart on impact, and I think the arrow deflected mm-hmm. and ran down in between the hide and the ribs, because that would explain why I thought those fletchings looked tight to the shoulder. Because mm. if the arrow turned, the arrow is technically going right to left. But the back end of the arrow is going to be closer to his shoulder. I wonder. Yeah, but if I mean, because that's that's possible. Because you think the arrow would have broke. Yeah. If, if it would have happened like that. Maybe, but I also think if it would have went in him and stayed, it would have broke. Because it was yeah. too tight to the shoulder. With him bounding, I think it would have broke. Really, it's possible. It's hard to say. Yeah. But yeah. all we know is that the broadhead did not. Yeah, it didn't do its job. Nope. Do any do its favor. And because I mean, I've seen bulls get shoulder shot. Yeah. Me and too. bleed a decent. You know, I mean, it, not like a lethal amount of blood but you know little pools at least the size of your fist are bigger mm-hmm. this he, where he stood for over 20 minutes we found what one quarter size drop of blood yeah so no and he blood. peed and he was bugling and yeah, yeah. no blood already and the, thinking about elk poon, poon tang yeah mm-hmm. the <laughs> the like five yards of blood we have it was just like tiny little like specks specks of blood that we were on hands and knees having to garrett was on hands and knees having to try to find <laughs> um and then it stopped and nothing ever again and we grid searched for how? Thirteen miles that yeah. first day. So we that we shot the bull. We waited three the three hours with everything finding the arrow. Then after three hours of waiting, we went to try to find the bull. Mm-hmm. We gridded the area first. Anthony and I went and searched the area where we thought he would, you know, die if he did. And then no bull. No, and I knew instantly that I'm like, that's it. We just that bull was got away. Yeah. And I don't know how many times I cried. And <laughs> then um. Garrett has that on film too. I uh, do, and I felt like a piece of crap filming you, but, but I'm like, this is part, part of, of the this story. Is, it's real. Yeah. It's real hunting. You know that this stuff oh. happens. But um, uh, <laughs> so we decide to grid because we're not finding anything. We gridded that day for about t- like nine point eight ten miles. That first day, right. we split up like fifty yards from each other. We're ribboning it off. Ribboning it off. We gridded. We searched every every possible way we thought that bull could go that day, and then. At that point, I was pretty much done mm-hmm. because I was exhausted already, but kept going for, you know, the bull. And then the next morning, we went back in and did about another three, 3.4, 3.3, something like that, more miles, mm-hmm. searching, seeing if we could hear coyotes, we could see birds, yeah. find anything. And it was silent that morning. We didn't hear a bugle. Right. Uh, but we didn't hear, we didn't see blood. We didn't see anything. Um, no coyotes, no, no sign that says dead animal right. in the area. So then we left, right? We went back to camp. Yep. We was it was our time to go. Pack stuff up. Yep. I well, we didn't have any other broadheads, so that was one thing I didn't feel confident or comfortable shooting at another bull. <laughs> That's right. You're like, I'm not using these. <laughs> with yeah, with the broadhead that just failed on the bull yeah. of, of my dreams, the bull yeah. I went over to the bull I went over there for that I passed the other ones up for. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, I don't feel confident or comfortable at all shooting these. So right. I mean, what our only choice was to go home. And we knew we still had the three days left that we just got back from to go over there. And we knew they would be probably more in rut. And my hopes was to find the bull and mm-hmm. shoot him, obviously. Um, but at least make sure he didn't die. Mm-hmm. Um, closure. Closure, yeah. I needed some kind of closure. I was pretty confident he was alive when mm-hmm. we left there. I didn't. I was not. <laughs> <laughs> A bull, even with one punctured lung, 
He's not going to stop right away and start bugling. Well, think about how often they get punctured by other elk with oh yeah antlers and yeah. And this did like barely any damage. Not only not die, but he's not going to start bugling right away. Mm -mm. In full bugles, yeah. He had healthy bugles. Like I said, he didn't. When I was watching him, he didn't act hurt. He was acting confused. Like what the heck? Yeah, because when he came in to those calls, finally, I mean, he was like a movie scene. Those little like Christmas trees that are like five feet, six feet tall. Mm -hmm. He was running through them like <laughs> not like just going through them like literally uh, running them over uh, and he's coming straight at us and before he pegged us and stopped i was starting to think i'm gonna have to stand up to stop this bull because he's gonna run us over because you know he's gonna try to get to you yeah yeah garrett with you were what you know, 20 thousand, yards behind us oh i was like 60 okay a thousand 80, or a thousand maybe. pound animal hit you at full speed you're in trouble yeah, yeah. so i yeah. mean and he just had this evil look on his face of like <laughs> i'm going to kill this bull now and it was actually impressive. I didn't think about it till later. It was impressive to me that... How good like, the calling was? No, that was horrible. <laughs> like, the whole time I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, I didn't know Mr. Hoochie Mom. No, um, Not uh, sure. Gary's a good it was, That's funny. It was impressive to me how aware he still was. So yeah. he is in a blind rage. I mean, you can see it in his face. And he's going full speed. Yeah. Doesn't care about trees. And he is so aware of, I guess, his house, mm -hmm. you know, where he lives. We were in decent cover, and he still, at full speed and everything, pegged us like that. I mean, he's just running, and all of a sudden, he just, boom, stops, and he's right. looking at us. And you're already at full draw? Yeah. And you yeah. guys weren't moving around? Or no. Anything. I didn't get to see his right. full rage face, because I was like, <laughs> don't look at the antlers, because you'll shoot the antlers. <laughs> don't look, don't think about how big he is, because Anthony's been telling me for 10 days, I know he's a big bull. Stop saying it. I'm like, just focus on aiming and, you know, doing, you know, the shot, my shot routine. Just focus on that. Finding a good spot, settling down, calming down. Stop, you know, don't worry about shaking. He just, and then, he just knew we weren't right, though. It was, it impressed me. Knew something was out of place. Yeah. Like, I hey, mean, you're at, not at supposed to be there. full speed, blind rage, he still was, whoa, yeah. that's not normally yeah. in this spot. Yeah. So that, I didn't think about it till like a day later, but I feel it was impressive. Like, I feel like that's something that we haven't ran across because we've never hunted a caliber of bull like this that has, and granted, I think we were, he he lived there. I don't oh, think he was, was one of these obvious. Rockies that traveled much. No, he, yeah. I think you, you know, if you notice the chair is out of place in your living room, you're going to be like, what in the heck is going on yeah, here? Yeah, who's in, who's in my house? What's, yeah. yeah. And he saw two blobs or something that weren't there or shouldn't have been there. I, I think, think it was her camo pattern. Mine did not. <laughs> no, my fusion was great. Oh, oh, here we go. No, I like fusion. I was joking. <laughs> Were you in like? Uh, I was you know, in... someday I'd like to be sponsored by a camo company. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I was in the world's greatest ASAT. Oh okay. yeah, I was in ASAT too. Yeah. I'm yeah. the only one, the only cool one that wears fusion. So it's I was cool. in first light ASAT, so I make everybody. Sometimes happy. I lose myself when I'm in that stuff. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh shoot! So he pegs you, you, you know, you happens, shoot all yeah. all that happens, and then uh, we leave empty, freaking handed. Yeah. And I, which was a tough pill to swallow, heartbroken because, for you. Yeah, because it should. But we knew we were coming back. Yeah. yeah, but it was hard to be for me because it should have been a done deal. I made, you know, I I made a good shot. If I would have made a poor shot, then I could have been like, okay, that's my fault. I should have done this better. But it was I did everything right, right. and then the broadhead failed. You right. know, came apart, and that's that stuff. It happens. It's you right. know, nothing. we're not trying to make excuses. No. You know, we don't have the shot on video or bash a company. Or bash no. a company. Nope. You know, a lot of guys use the Magnus. It yep. was a stinger. Yep. 
um, with Buzzcut. Buzzcut with plenty of with plenty of yeah. I killed success. my bull last year with the same broadhead. But I have seen style. that be, and I have a good relationship with the owner of yeah, Mike. Is an, a top shelf guy. Yeah, yeah, he is. I just won't just, use those style broadheads anymore. And you know that thing could have had a weak point in it. Yep. Yeah. You know it could have had a a defect that you couldn't see. I mean, yeah. you can't. It's yeah. a it's a mass. Well, it's a thirty dollar, thirty five or forty. It's a mass pro- produced product. Yeah. Somewhere along the line, some of them are gonna have flaws. Yep. Yeah, I'd go with that's the. Just the way uh, it is. I'd go with like the black hornet or something more solid. And that's what she used last year. Yeah. And you could barely even tell that thing went into anything. But that's not good for penetration for Shelby though. No. No. So that's why that. we changed. It's yeah. short, wide, and has steep bleeders. Yeah. I do like that head. No, that's a good head, but it's it, it wouldn't break like that, like the stinger or the. No, buzz like cut I said, would. the one she shot in that bull last year, it broke the near rib and. You can't, other than being dull, you yeah. can't really tell it ever went to an yeah. animal. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we're not bashing anybody. We're just no. telling the story the way it happened. Exactly. And the way that we, I, I believe it hit yep. a rib, I broke immediately, and yep. then she poked it with a pencil. That's yep. all that happened, really. That's exactly what yep. we think is a nick, yep. which is, it, I mean, you can't not, I mean, shoot an animal and hit a rib shouldn't, you know what I mean? That yeah. That's still should a good shot. Aim between the ribs. Like I said, yeah. that's the third time I've seen <laughs> I should have used my x-ray vision and aimed between the no. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I still you're doing. good Hashtag shot. Hashtag they get better. <laughs> yeah. Um, a good sh- yeah, good shot placement. But um, And it could have been, you know, like I said, I could have used my third arrow in instead of my first one and not had the same problem, but use the same head. Right. It's just whatever, something with right. that head um, was just weak. And so that's. let's fast forward to you guys going back. Okay. Yep. So we had a week in between. So week three of season, I hunted for myself. Right. Yep. Uh, because she didn't have time off. You yep. got that buck. Yeah, I deer hunted. Nice buck. Yeah, nice I, buck. Because we drew that tag, and I didn't want to feel like I wasted my points, so I ran over there um, <laughs> for two days. I'm, I'm telling them, their deer are so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and I get there, there, and I'm just like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> There's big bucks everywhere. Yeah, Anthony calls me. I do not know what Garrett was talking about because and they are running. They're spooked. He's they're, like right where we camped. Yeah. They're logging everywhere. Uh, which okay, whatever. I've always hunted around logging, right? Yeah. Well, then you got the Forest Service. I don't know what they were doing, but they had groups of like ten guys and girls all over that mountain just walking the timber. <laughs> no tools in their hands. Just groups of ten. I would be sitting there and i'd be like there's like 10 11 people just walking through the timber <laughs> and i think that played a part of it but oh, anyways yeah. I, I ended up shooting a buck i come home that was a horrible trip i froze i was not prepared he for almost the came home the night before he but filled I, his tag in a day and a half yeah i know which is <laughs> when you when you put it on paper it's like you were complaining <laughs> right and i saw like 60 to 70 deer in a day oh and a half. god but that's horrible yeah but Darn it. i wasn't prepared <laughs> yes. for the weather I froze. I mean, the first night I get there, I go to sleep, I wake up, it's 22 <laughs> degrees, and I'm prepared for like 50. Yeah, because when when I think I was telling him like, yeah, it's like 40, and then gets up to like 70 or 80. And well, then... <laughs> I checked the I checked the weather for the nearest town, yeah, and it was accurate. Yeah, but all you do is climb, and right. it just you're it, about six or I don't know whatever cold is. I yeah. mean. Whatever height you got to be to get to that, because yeah. that's where I was. He almost came home, too. He called me. He's like, should I come home? Should I stay? It's just so Dude, I was, cold. I was miserable. And I'm like, well, just sleep at, you know, he's at the gas station. He's like, I guess I could just sleep here. It'll probably be warmer than the mountain. And I'm like, yeah, yeah that's a good idea. I dropped back down to town and slept at the gas station. <laughs> I'm like, well, you called me. I'm like, no, go hunt like the open sage area. Like, get, you know, change change what change it up. It's worth staying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and I told him, too. I'm like, yeah. if you come home, you're. I said, you're already tired, because it was already like 8 o'clock at night. And I'm like... I don't want you to drive by yourself when you're tired because I'm not there to like yell at you to wake up if I see you nodding off or whatever. <laughs> so don't drive tired. 
And I'm like, you're not going to kill a deer if you come home. And I know you're going to regret it tomorrow. When you get home, you're going to tell me I should have stayed there. Yeah. I'm like, just. I'm already there. Yeah. Try to stay warm. So he finally says, okay, I'll. Went back and forth a little bit, but then he decided to stay. And then the next morning I'm at work in between patients. I go check my phone because I hadn't heard anything from him. And she texts me. She goes, how's it going? And I was, I had just got to him. I was standing over him. So I took a selfie with him. So I get this selfie and I'm like, oh my gosh. But I had to run, text back and said, yay, something. And then run back to my next patient. But um, So you get a deer and uh, you guys switch out broadheads, right? Yeah. So we went to, um, and this is the first year I've dealt with them. Um, I bought one of their heads, just like a, you can buy a single pack. Yeah. And I was super impressed with it. Um, but I didn't buy them for, her, um, cause I think I bought that during season just cause you could, they, I guess they came in a little underweight. They're supposed to be 125 and they weigh like 121 or 122. Mm-hmm. And they, so we didn't, they said, oh, we didn't sharpen them to our standards. Well, I could still shave hair with that thing. Really? Yeah, and this is not their standard. So they're grizzly sticks. Mm-hmm. They're out of bend. Um, I ordered two packs of those for, and those things are sweet. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Um, crazy sharp. Insanely sharp. Um, hmm. Tough. They fly good. I think Anthony watched me every time I knocked an arrow because he was worried I was going to cut my finger off. Yeah, I mean, they're not sharp. Like they're, Really? They, they're sharp enough to kind of make you nervous, you know, and... So that's what we went back over there with. Which one did you go with? The Silver Flames. Silver Flames. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Those are a premium broadhead. Yeah. Those mm-hmm. are 100 now, bucks a dozen, or 100 bucks per three. Yep. Yes. Th- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they're but, great. You know, and their, their shipping was great. I mean, I had them in like a, I mean, granted, they're just three hours away, but. <laughs> really? I we had ordered, them in two days. Yeah. And say so I ordered them, and within a day or two, I had them. Yeah. Really? And I was fine, you know, I said, whatever you have to do. Yeah, she was like, just whatever it is, I don't care. I don't want. Buy a broadhead. Yeah, I'm like, I don't want to have that happen again if we go back over there and mm-hmm. get to arrow another, you know, the same bull or another bull. I don't want to have that happen. I can't handle that happening twice. And, and so, not saying you have to buy a premium broadhead to kill an elk, but. No. But um, after that last experience. After the last like, experience yep. and with it being a premium tag and yeah. I'm a girl and sensitive and that <laughs> happened and I cried too much. So I'm like, you know what? I'm, so let's just went, do everything we can. Yeah. We went back. So we go back. And it's my four day weekend, so we drove all night. I got yeah. We work. both worked. We both got up Monday morning at five thirty, worked all day. We got home about six, both of us. Mm-hmm. Loaded the truck up and then left. Drove mm-hmm. through the night. And for the first time, I didn't make it without stopping. <laughs> I've never not been able to make a drive. Huh. I at like t- midnight. I finally I just pulled over and I'm right out. Of, uh, I think it was like one thirty two in the morning. Right out of the last actual town <laughs> i just pulled over i'm like i, I can't do it it's yeah. bad because we were in- i haven't had an energy drink in two years i drank one <laughs> and he still was falling asleep it just made my heart hurt really so, <laughs> um <laughs> my fingers hurt so so we pull over right keep going and we got to camp it was like four thirty-two when we looked when i looked at i was the gonna clock. say it was about five in the morning when camp was actually set up so we actually slept in We were going to go out that first morning, but when we laid our heads down to go to bed, it was like 520-something. You would have been waking up in 45 minutes. It was. It was about a half hour later. And we set the alarms to go off, but we were just so dead tired because we'd been up for like 24 hours. And I'm like, I'm going to be walking, falling asleep out there. So (laughs) let's just sleep in and then... 
hunt good um, in the evening. And then do a good evening hunt. And so, Which we didn't even do. We got up and went out at like noon. Yeah, we went out. I think it was like 1.30ish. We went out and, and just spent the rest of the day. Made the same hike up that mountain. Hit the same road. Started working our way up the road. Boom. Bulls. Yep. In the middle of the day again. Middle, middle of the, of the day. day. Huh. And not just one bull, multiple bulls. Oh, killer. Yep. And they are in the same spots uh-huh. where she actually put an arrow in that bull. Really? Matter of fact, the first bull we actually got on, like got in bow range. Was standing on our tape. Yep. He's raking this tree right You're in front of me, me. And I've right next to him is some of the tape I put up, or one of us put up. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're same spots. That's crazy. And we stayed with those elk all day. Like, in them. Like, at one point, that one six point, he was under 30 yards for like half hour, 45 minutes. That was day two. Oh, I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah. So, <laughs> all that happens. Well, I start hearing this bull. We never saw him that day. Mm-mm, we didn't see him day one. But he's got him. just a graspy, just brrr, that's all he'll and do. And he didn't say anything to me. And I thought I heard it too, but I'm like, nah. <laughs> I'm hearing him, but I you know, I don't want to be like, oh, maybe that's him. So, yeah. I, I can hear it, and it's distinct, but I'm like, okay, whatever. The next day we go in, same thing. That was like the most awesome day of both. Obviously, I mean, granted, no bull went down but still like for elk hunting and what that unit is supposed to be really that was it to a t it was i mean we get up we get up there at daylight first time i bugle it's just yeah all around you guys had them bugling around your camper yeah oh yeah that night yeah yeah monday night or tuesday night i couldn't go to sleep what kind of crap is this anthony like just falling because he always twitches when he falls asleep so i'm like okay he's twitching he's falling asleep and i was still wide awake and i'm like all of a sudden I hear one and I'm like elbow Anthony he's already awake he's like I know I heard it and I'm like it's a freaking bugle and we're laying in our tent and Two then of them were behind the tent and one sounded like he was right at the tent I mean yeah. he was right there there was one oh. we where are we camped I mean, he was there's like, a, like 80 yards away but a big <laughs> open field and I think one of them was in that mm-hmm. little open area behind the tent and then or two behind the tent and at one point and then there's an owl in one of the videos I have. You just hear, I've never heard an owl before, but they're the weirdest <laughs> animals. That was going off. And these bulls were just bugling around our tent. That's cool. It was Owls the coolest really thing. They do. <laughs> That's a real Woo-hoo. thing. Yeah, yeah, they do. Super loud. And then yeah. he kept going like, Bakah! Yeah, it he was kept weird. making it weird. It was weird. <laughs> it was weird. Um, but yeah, we fall uh, asleep with the elk bugling. And I'm like, tomorrow's going to gonna be a great day. I wanted to walk out of the tent. And, Would you guys shut up? <laughs> um but anyways, yeah, so we go up the next morning, and it's just probably like seven bulls are just – it's first bugle I let go. They're just everywhere. Hmm. So it's kind of like a, well, choose one. <laughs> so we go in, and we get on these bulls, these multiple bulls, and – or no, we went – we didn't go up right away. We no, went we went down, down first. Mm-hmm. We went down. Towards that little and, road that we – Yeah, yeah, that yeah. old yep. overgrown and road. And we got a bull bugling. And we're sitting there. And this is like 7.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting there. And all of a sudden, it sounds like someone has fallen timber. Yeah, Anthony grabs me. He's like, that's elk. They're coming in. Yeah. Huh. So I'm. we're both on our knees kind of tucked in this tree. Yeah, and they he pushed his cows to us. Yeah, really? Like 10 so, yards. They're yeah. so, they were weird, too, because I, I asked Anthony, because the one cow I saw, I don't know if it was a calf. I'm like, it was the cutest thing ever. They, it was like literally <laughs> fluffy. Mm-hmm. And just all of her was, hair was, was standing up. Uh. It, was, it was adorable. And then <laughs> what am had to have been the lead cow just because the way she acted and what she ended up doing. So she goes up and around us. Mm-hmm. That bull follows her. not Because uh, the other yep. cows are, some of them right are like, in front of us. like 10 yards maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some of them are like 15, 20 yards. And she goes up like th- to our right and he follows her 
and he's going to come through this big opening instantly as soon as I see him, that 100% yeah, shooter bowl. Yeah. And Anthony tells me, he said he's going to walk right through there. It's 35 yards. Get ready. So I'm like, okay. As exactly soon as, what he did. And I'm trying to stop him. I am freaking his yeah. As soon as yeah. I saw yeah. him step out, I pulled my bow back. I was good. I was on my knees, good shot, bow, uh, bow back. And I'm like, oh, this it's going to happen. And I'm like, 7 in the morning, we're going to be able to pack him out and go home and sleep in our own bed again. And then Anthony bugles. He's keep bugling. The bull doesn't stop. And like the second bugle. Well, I tried to stop him with cow calls. And when he finally stopped... Uh, all I was thinking was, please don't let an arrow go. I don't want to hear an arrow go because all I, I'm I'm standing behind her and all I see is guts. Yeah, that so all, like, the only shot no I arrow, had. No arrow, please, no arrow. <laughs> yep, the only shot I had was like the back, the the butt, the back, you know, the back quarter, and then guts. And I'm and I knew when he stopped, I'm like, well, I don't have a good shot, so I immediately let my arrow down. I'm like, I I'm not gonna shoot. Mm-hmm. I'm not, that's a bad shot. It's unethical. I'm not gonna do it. And Anthony was like, okay, I'm glad you didn't take. So that. he he starts going up above us, and our wind is kind of going that direction. I'm mm-hmm. like. Uh, screw it. And I just freaking bugle. So <laughs> I've got his cows all but one. I'm in between them. They're mm-hmm. like 10 yards. He's at like 30. All that happened in that situation was he looked. That cow that was above him barked at yeah, us. Yeah, I've never heard a really. cow bark before. Oh, and really? they just went <laughs> gone. I'm like, well, that didn't work. But mm-hmm. I mean, what was I, I was yeah. about to get winded is yeah. try something. Well, a lot of scenarios that would work. Yeah, and but... it's like I'm going to get winded. I can either try this. Yeah. With low confidence, it'll work. Or I can sit here and do nothing, and the same result's going to happen. Right. So so they leave. We see where they cross the road. And I'm like, well, they didn't wind us. They just, all of a sudden, there's a huge yeah, bugle. And they're like, well, there's no bull here. Let's yeah. leave. So we go up over the road. And then we just ran into a bugle fest up I there. Mean, huh? Yeah, they were just... There's going nuts. This is another Ray Charles moment because after that, we <laughs> no, that was the other day, the next day. <laughs> no, that was all the same day. We maybe that afternoon then. Maybe I don't know. Because we were in there for four hours. We didn't bring lunch, so we we when they kind of got quiet for the morning, we went back out and ate lunch. But we were on bulls all morning. Yeah, that like morning. Really. Twenty yards. We caught a bull by himself, a nice big bull, just raking a tree, and I'm like. That's the bull we're going to kill because he's oblivious to the world and he's alone. <laughs> right. And we ran right up on him. I mean, 30, 40 yards. No shot. Gave us a slip. I'm like, yeah, be kidding me. God. And so we keep moving and we're just at the top of this ridge and I got this log right here. This is when you saw what you think is my bull. Well, that wasn't this bull. But no, the, this I, next scenario, right? we kind of lost them a little bit. Like I can hear bugles off in the distance, you know, uh-huh. but we're starting to lose them. So now we're starting to move and I bugle in right there. This bull just screams at me and I look and he's like 25 yards. Oh, and I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> and I just hit the dirt because I know he's going to know I should see you. Mm-hmm. Well, he just keeps doing this thing with this it, same thing. Hot cow. You could tell which one oh. was. It, he was on her. Mm hmm. And we dealt with him for over an hour. One time, it, under 20 yards. And he just... He Before that, though, there was that other, like, 280 bull. The smallest bull we saw this whole time was, like, 280, 290. That's crazy. Down yeah. when they we were, were trying to get bulls. to the, the bigger one. Or we were trying to get to the bull. We didn't know he was there. He was kind of down this hill, um, but never gave us a shot. Hmm. And then we got on the other bull that and, was to the right of him. And the low, graspy weird bugle that that bull she put an arrow in i'm hearing this the whole time again really and then i lay eyes on a bull that's massive rack is similar to his just you know obviously i can't it's not like it's got a sign on it where it says you know what it is but i'm looking at him like well 
and I instantly thought that rack looked yeah, familiar. Yeah, he looks at me and he goes, that is a, I didn't see him, but he goes, that is a giant bull. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm watching this bull and he's probably like 90 yards out and he's moving from left to right. And I'm looking at the rack. I'm like, even the rack looks familiar. And he's bugles. I'm like, okay. And I'm watching him. He's limping. Really? And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Because that bull, the big bull, uh, back up a little bit. That big bull, when he came crashing in Shelby shot him, you said he was limping. Mm-hmm. And, and you now said he's he, he was walking funny yeah, it before, like he'd already... before yep. she shot him. And now he's got an, he's been hit on that right side, and that's yep. the same side. Yeah. It was that bull. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I can 98%. Everything just matched him to a T. And even down to his if you bugled once, <clears throat> he wouldn't you wouldn't respond. You bugle again, like, and bugle twice quick. Not just bugle twice, but if you bugle, wait five seconds, bugle again, he'll answer the second one. Mm-hmm. But not the first. He was doing that. Mm-hmm. Everything about him was the same. Hmm. It so was the bull. That, was, that had to have been the bull, yeah. except he only had, like, one or two cows now instead yeah. of six to ten. Yeah. And then all the other bulls in the area had, like, one or two. So what happened is probably lost – most of his cows only got a couple back and the rest kind of dispersed. But mm-hmm. yeah. that was, I felt a lot better just knowing that I didn't, you know, he didn't die and we didn't, you know, couldn't find him. And right. cause he could have died five <laughs> miles from where we shot him. But right. just knowing that we, he was still alive and still bugling and still had cows, you know? Yeah. He probably didn't feel good, but he was still alive and I didn't kill him for nothing. Right. Yeah. That was so. my biggest thing is I didn't want to do that. So we ended up, we backed out eventually because it kind of went quiet. We lost him. We we, we, we kind of started losing, and the wind started getting a little weird. Well, what happened was that we were on that one, um, kind of down this hill that we worked for like over an hour that was building back and forth, but never gave us a shot. And then we get within the twenty yards, and he kind of goes up, and we see him up above us. Mm-hmm. And so we go back up and try, and then that's when we went down the mountain, and there was two other bulls, him and another bull on the backside of this mountain that were also bugling. And we were trying to remember that's when they did a J to the left and we did a J to the right. And that's then what we, I think happened. That's we couldn't hear them. That's what he thinks happened. Cause we mm. just lost them. So we decided we just hiked down. We went to the other side of the road and then just hiked down to the road and went, we hit the hiked, far main road. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. He went away. That's yeah. the day we did 9.8 miles So or 9.7 <laughs> or something. We had to walk right past camp to go get the truck. So, and yeah. we actually did find a dead carcass. Hmm. Um, right on the side of the road mm-hmm. with bear shit. I'll say I'll do that <laughs> for you guys. Oh e- all over, <laughs> yeah, fresh like. But you could tell someone had killed a bull in there because you could tell it was it was it was bone. processed. Yeah, okay. you could tell. Okay. Um, and then the half of the ribs were dragged dragged to the other side of the road from the bear. I'm assuming. Hmm. Yeah. So and then I'm <clears throat> that was probably the the dude staying in a teepee. Yeah. Maybe. Probably. Mr. Yeah. Anyways, that guy. Yeah. There, we ran into to some questionable hunters yeah. with questionable tags. Yes. Yeah. Who shot oh, quest- I have no questionable elk. Yeah. I have no doubt that they had a tag for that area. Yeah. The wrong tag. Just but not that one. The animal they were shooting, I don't think it was correct. No, I, so, I believe that 110%. Just by what he said and the yeah. way he was acting. And so. But anyways, that day we go back to the road, right? And yeah, we hike we, back to camp. We eat lunch. Mm-hmm. And I'm like jacked to get back up there. Cause I think I'm we like, went back at like 2. Yeah, we ate lunch. I think we took a little bit of, tried to take a little bit of a nap. Um, and then we're like, let's get back up there. So we went back up at 2. And then all evening, Instantly. just really? bulls left and right. We chased. Right and where that, we started that morning. So mm-hmm. we're, everything happened and all these elk are kind of moving, say, to the left out of this spot. You know, we go miles. 
give it a couple hours, come back, and they're right where we started. Yep. That's crazy. It's like they they left because we were there, and then they came right back as soon as yeah. they. So this is when I had another Ray Charles moment. So <laughs> yeah, I was even like, dude, it's right there. <laughs> you get bulls going again and start slipping in on them. I don't think I heard about this one. And it's it's the one I told you about earlier. Oh, it's, it's where she shot that bull. So yeah, yeah. You know how it is in there. It's somewhat open. Yeah. Like it's thick, but most of the stuff's not very. But tall. there's like but random spots of like thick trees. Yeah. And then open. Like a yes. like a. So yeah. We're working the very edge of that, and I just because I've been in there with them forty times at this point, I know they're probably out in that open. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really paying attention to the out in the open because I don't want to get caught. Well, what we were and I hear Anthony stop and i'm like looking i'm like i know i didn't miss anything and i look in front of me and this massive bull is 40 yards looking at me like what are oh, you shoot. and i'm just looking i'm like oh god well no before that we had there was a bull probably 80 yards in front of us that we watched and he was coming remember he was no com- that was after that oh because that was after it that ha- there's yeah so yeah we're walking and I all, screwed that up. Yeah, because the whole and I was going slow. That's why I was so far behind him. Because Anthony I was kept let telling it shoot me, over me. I was when off, bulls, done. when you know a bull's there, he goes, "Don't talk because they can hear you," and go slow. If you moving slow, that you have less of a chance that they'll see you. So I'm like moving slow, and my eyes are wide open. I'm looking, and I like looking to the right, and then I come back and I see a cow, and then I see the ends of horns, and I'm like, "That's when I'm like, Anthony, stop!" And I said it kind of loud because I whispered it at first and he didn't hear me he kept walking i'm like anthony i was just on a nature walk i guess yeah he finally yeah this tree's neat he finally he finally stopped and (laughs) and i see this bull like whip around and i'm like oh my gosh that is a huge bull big one huh and but they didn't run off they didn't walk off by any means if i would have had a tag and a bow i could have shot that bull because he was i ranged him he was 42 yards from me and he he stood there for five and i was back behind anthony so all i saw was like but was he as big as your bull? No. Uh, oh. probably I'd I'd put him about three twenty, three thirty. I mean, that's a good bull. No, he was, I was, was shooting when we went over there. I was shooting any bull, any uh bull over three hundred, wasn't it? Or three twenty? No, the second time it was going to be any branch bull. Oh really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of, just because we only had a couple days. I mean, right. I said I wasn't going to shoot a spiker like the one five point that we saw that was kind of super wide and yeah. didn't go up very high at all. I didn't say I said nothing like that, but a decent branch bull, anything that. I thought was bigger than my bull last year. I said, oh, it's game this time. Yep. So I blew that. We're standing there and I'm kind of like, <laughs> like, whoops, that that was 100% my bad. Ray Charles, more yeah. like Helen Keller. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, screw it. And I bugle another bull off to our right. Uh-huh. So I'm like, okay. Like where we shot my bull, like back that way. Because okay. we were right at the edge so of the timber there. I start talking to this bull a little bit. And all of a sudden, here he comes, and he's trotting. And I'm standing up so that if he comes in, oh. I have my bow. And I'm like, <laughs> I look at Anthony because he's on his knees calling. I'm like, he's coming in. Yeah, I kept, uh-huh. I start catching glimpses of him, and he's moving. And I'm like, sweet. And, and then he, he was gets, a shooter bull, too. He was probably really? 315-ish, yeah, somewhere I, in there. Yeah, I get a good look at him. like, yeah, that's a good bull. Huh. And it was just too open. I knew. He spotted me because I was standing up, and there was a tree to my right and to my left, and I was kind of in between them. Mm-hmm. Like, the branches were touching each other, but... I mean, I obviously am out of place. And so I think he spotted me is what he spotted. But I, I, I mean, it was wasn't just, moving. I was just standing still. I think he was just nervous because he didn't knew see he could see. And it's like, I don't see you. Well, plus a lot of those bulls were on high alert because um, of probably getting their butt kicked. Yeah, by mm-hmm. the... By that... Well, the, the bull that you ended up shooting was ended up being named Thrasher. Yeah. By that one guy. Because he mm-hmm. thrashed everything. Yeah. yeah. 
and he was very aggressive. He was a very he's the most aggressive bull I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah for he sure. Was super and so, super smart. So yeah. that didn't work yeah. out. That one, which as soon as I saw him, I knew our odds were low. And just because yeah. where we, just because it was too open. Yeah, uh, we weren't set up because it was like oh. Okay, got him to bugle. I'll bugle at him again, locate him. Oh, crap. There he is. And he's running. That's. <laughs> and this and is all towards. still day two, but just uh, our evening portion of day two. Yep. Huh. So kind of. It's like, two, like I said, it's like two, three o'clock. Yeah. And so that that doesn't work out. We keep moving. And, it kind of uh, went quiet for a little bit. So we sat there. Five-ish? Yeah. We decided to sit, give him a break of us, like hammering him and ate a couple granola bars. um, And then got back up and... That's when I think my bull, the bull I ended up shooting, we got on him, but he was off the other side of the road. Mm. We'd heard so, we'd been in so many elk at this point. We're sitting there eating and I'm like, pretty sure I was a bugle down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. I'm going to finish doing what I'm doing. And then, <laughs> so I, I, we keep eating and then we move a little bit and he, the bull bugled again and she goes, was that? And I'm like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the second yeah. time I've heard it down there. So I know now I'm not yeah. staking a bugle. <clears throat> And we got those bulls going. We worked them till dark. Yeah, we were. It was almost it was almost dark when by the time we got out of there. And this, so we got the one bull was further away, and it was starting to get towards like we've got like forty five minutes. The one so, we're ninety percent sure is my bull. So we went really? with, with the closer bull, um, <clears throat> and I think I think his cow was like nine yards away, and he was maybe twenty. We saw him. He's a good bull, but Bugled no, no good shot. Didn't care. I mean, I'm right on top of him. Doesn't care. And then um, we keep moving, keep moving, and it's super thick. And I kind of look to my right, and uh, this cow, like, was doing a giraffe thing. She, like, had her front legs way spread out, like a V, (laughs) and she was, like, leaned under her one leg to look. Really? And that's what I saw because I saw it. I'm like, the heck is that? Yeah, I'm like, kind of looks like an elk, (laughs) but what is that? And then she stands up. I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> and they kind of move, but they don't go very far. So we go with them. And then he bugles. And I'm like, okay, they're about 50 yards up. Mm-hmm. We took five more steps. No, they were about 10 yards up. Oh, really? And at that point, though, it was that what I looked at Anthony I'm like, this is freaking awesome because we're standing here. These bulls are, or this bull and his cow are up here. And then the bull we thought, that we're 90% sure is the one I shot is down here. And we're in the middle of this bugle fest going on. Like huh. this bull to our left and down the canyon is bugling. The one above us to our right is bugling. And they're just, the one we awesome. ended up, the one we ended up bumping and being really close to, mm-hmm. he would never respond to me. Really? Never. He, he responded to the other bull. I had to get the other bull to bugle and then he would instantly bugle. Really? To me, he would never bugle, okay. but I could get the other one to bugle every time. I don't, on the I second know, bugle. I don't know if it was because I was close and I don't know what it was, but that's weird. Mm-hmm. So, sweet night. Um, go back we, to camp. We go back to camp. Pretty to, jacked. We're like, tomorrow's gonna be the day. We're gonna get it done. <laughs> we were we were under thirty yards for so long all day. It's like I think it's, I had an arrow knocked all day because I'm like really? we're close with if we go because our thing is Anthony always said if we're within like you know eighty yards, knock an arrow because it it could happen quick. So I had an arrow knocked. Yeah, they can go from 80 to 30 really yeah. fast. So I had an arrow knocked all day that day, pretty so, much. So it was an amazing day. Um, well, I called you halfway through it. I'm like, dude, yeah. Yeah. it is freaking on. Like, And you had one more day left. Yep. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it's like everything I wanted this tag to uh, beyond it. So going into this hunt, I had 
expectations, but not really. Like, yeah. it's it's still Oregon. Yeah. And I've talked to I had talked to several people that had hunted these premium units. Some of them four or five times with other people, not uh-huh. their tags. And they're like, don't go over there expecting some amazing. You know, it's going to be better than your average unit, but don't don't go over there expecting to see a three fifty three sixty bull every time you open your eyes. You know. Right. And it's not going to be easy. So my expectations were realistic, I thought, or maybe on the low low end of it. It completely blew it out of the water. This place was amazing. what you would want it to be. Right. And, Worth the wait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, this is going to be awesome. And then the next day, we get up and never got winded. We got spotted a few times that day. Mm-hmm. But never, never got winded. winded. Nope, never mm-hmm. got winded. So I'm not and worried no about it. And no bull like just blew out of there like... No, Gone. when they left, they were kind of like, eh, that's A couple weird. of times they trotted, but mm. never, you know, you could hear them stop. They never yeah. just like blew out of there and ran yeah, miles. Yeah, so we get up the next morning, we get up there, start trying to locate a bull, can't find one, can't find one, can't find one, can't find one. And now we've, we've been, we'd been up there for about two, three hours. And nothing. And ha- never mm. have we had to wait. I mean, it was a, once we got to that road within half an hour, we had bulls located mm. every single day we were in there. So I'm like, okay. It was a... We should say it was probably 20 degrees cooler that morning than it had been. Mm-hmm. And the wind was really bad. Um, like like a storm was coming in oh, or something. Really? It was yeah. really swirly. This something is the day the off. wind just kept mm-hmm. changing, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, okay, let's just, we're just going to keep covering ground and we'll find them. And I don't know, two, three hours into it, I'm like, well, I didn't pick a time this morning, like when we'd be on bulls. <laughs> so I chose a time half hour out, kid you not. It was about 25 minutes later we got our first bugle. <laughs> really? And but like a half-ass bugle. Yeah, uh-huh. it wasn't a very good one. And uh-huh. so we go down in there. He doesn't make another sound. He bugled three times before we moved. Yep. We got I'd, we got down in on him. Silence. Silence for like half hour, 40 minutes. And we hiked so, a good ways down there. Yeah, so finally I'm like, well, we'll just hook out of here and go towards the top and we'll go on the other side. Because mm-hmm. obviously this bull's either moved off or he just he wants nothing to do with us. Right. So we get up to the top. Get to the top. He goes off again. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> so we go back down there. Silence. Yep, that was the last bugle we heard from him. Huh. For a while. And then, <clears throat> so we ended up going way further in there than we ever had. And uh, it's, that's when I realized that, that there was a lot more country there than we thought. And we ended up getting those two bulls to go. I'm pretty sure it was the two from the night before. Oh. We same were. area, and they both sounded the same, and we were having the same results. If I got the weird one, the weirder sounding one to go, mm-hmm. this one would bugle. But never this one would just go. So we stayed with them for half hour, 45 minutes. And they, they didn't never responded. Saw they didn't respond every time. It was no, like. No, it was very few I and think far between. We heard maybe like six to eight bugles total that morning from mm-hmm. the same two bulls. Hmm. Yep. Combined. Yeah, combined. Not and total. and that's coming from twelve hours ago, hearing a hundred in two hours. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, so we ended up losing them, or or they went silent. We didn't or know. whatever. You know, we we couldn't stay with them. Mm-hmm. And then we got out of there for a little bit, gave it a few hours, went back. Nothing. Not absolutely one nothing. Really? We never bumped an elk. We never heard an elk. Absolutely nothing. It was like someone flipped a switch the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Game over. Yep. And that that was our season. Yep. It, it was it was done. So, but I mean, it was good. I mean, we didn't come home with a bull, somewhat by choice. 
by passing on bulls and then not by choice of, you know, finally everything comes together. The bull that we are there for and we have an equipment failure. I mean, that's just hunting. It's horrible, but it's, it happens. I'm going to post a picture of that broadhead. That broadhead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that's not just the bashing, but it's just to show people, you know, get a better idea of what exactly happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, so any, any, Closing thoughts, anything that you would say that you'd suggest, um, you know, as a female hunter, it's the first time I've actually gone out with a, a female hunter that had an elk tag, you know, I've mm-hmm. gone out with Kim and we deer hunted, but not hiking around going 10 miles. And, and her bull last year doesn't count. Yeah. And your bull last year doesn't yeah, count. That was the thing this year. <laughs> I think my expect- expectations were a little higher than Anthony's just because of, you know, the tag is talked mm-hmm. up and, um, and I knew that going in, just I could tell from her that because I told her, like, it's going to be steep. It's going to be nasty. It's not going to be easy. And I did try. I mean, Kim and I were doing our six-mile walk runs. I was doing yeah. walking hills, doing the stair climber at the gym. I mean, I didn't do as much, and he told me it was going to be. It, I just underestimated how I've steep. Hun- I've hunted that country. and Now, granted, for me, because I was working at a slower pace for her, this trip was easier. Mm-hmm. But I've spent 10, 11 days in that country before, and by the time I come home, I'm dead. I mean, my legs don't want to work. My yeah. whole body hurts. Yeah. So, and I knew that's how it was going to be for her. And it's like, it's it's no joke over there. It's no. huge. I mean, so, my feet were killing me after like five days. It, my, my legs were great, yeah. but my feet were just hurting. My, my right hip hurt by the time we came home this last <laughs> really? time. Because I hunted. So, for the month, for bow season, this is been the best bow season for me as far as time off i think i worked six days during bow season or seven days yeah i worked 11 six or seven days is all i worked all bow seasons and i didn't take a single day off so i was constantly going and if i wasn't i was at work Hmm. so even working at a slower pace yeah by the time we left that last time my hips hurt yeah um i was just tired like that climb to the top was getting way harder yeah like it started feeling like am i loaded down with meat nope <laughs> i think a lot of it for me was mind over matter because like we would my legs would just be killing me i think i told you at one point like every step freaking hurts yeah but then you hear bu- a bull blah, 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 a bull bugle and i'm like okay no, let's go i don't have any pain um or at least i just put it you know to the back of my head and didn't think about it yeah but um well just I definitely seeing learned somebody a lot. seeing somebody push through all of that because i i i just have to imagine my knees hurt on hunts and it just takes the fun out of it oh yeah and then uh just watching you push through that pain was pretty cool yeah i mean and then filming you when when you shot the bull and, and then kind of realization setting in it was just it was like a it was a different part of the hunt i've never seen because mm-hmm. i was like just a third person being there and i was helping but watching like a husband and a wife chase elk around mm-hmm. and then it was really cool. It was really cool, and it gives you a really cool appreciation for the for the female hunters that are they can get after it just as hard as a guy can. Yeah, you I, know? yeah. You just have to, like you said, like because I wanted to stop on day six. Part of me was like, oh my gosh, this is so hard. And the easy thing would have been to just give up and say, yeah, I'm gonna pull out early. Let's go home or shoot a smaller bull or shoot a smaller yeah. bull. But I didn't. I mean, I set my mind to something. Yeah. And I said I want to shoot a bigger bull. Like that's what I came over here for. So let's go. Do we find it? And then if my thing was, because we had 12 days we could have spent over there. We came home two days early. I said the last two no, days. we came home on day 11. 
Oh, yeah. 11 days in that country is Yeah, because I hunted Roosevelt's the next day. Oh, yeah. We, s- we, had two more da- we had two more days over there, though. So we could have, but, you know, we came home early. So I said those last two days, I would lower my standards to it doesn't have to be. Because my standard wasn't a 350 bolt. It was anything over 300. Mm-hmm. 300, 310, I wanted to be in that range. But I lowered it to, you know, any bull that's bigger than my the bull I shot last year. Yeah. And so, but we ended up coming home early. But, you know, I had my mindset on a type of bull I wanted. And mm-hmm. I didn't want to give up because I wanted, you know, last year doesn't really count. Like, yeah, well, I killed a bull. Public land bull. Public land bull. It just happened. I just got <laughs> crazy lucky because as soon as I shot my bull last year, he said, he the first words out of his mouth were, <laughs> it never happens like this. And I'm like, you know, I don't know because I hadn't been brave enough to hunt elk. I had hunted deer with my bow before, but last year was the first year I said, okay, let's give elk a shot. Yeah. And then this year, I'm like, that's all I want to do is hunt elk. And so, um, but yeah, so this year we didn't get a bull, which obviously that was the main goal. I still have, or over there, yeah. We learned, I mean, I learned a crap ton about the animals. Mm -hmm. Um, She got 20 years experience in 15 days. Yes, Yes, you did. It was, uh, you know, like just everything about the animals. Anthony is, I just everyone, like it was you guys are such like awesome hunter. I'm like, how do you know all this? Like, how do you know when to call her? How do you know when you should do this? And Garrett does this and then it happens. And I mean, Anthony is great. Like, I don't even have to say anything. Like when I'm at full draw, he tells me the yardage because I'm too worried about, like I'm a perfectionist as far as like making a good ethical shot Mm -hmm. and not wounding anything. And so that's what I'm thinking about. And I told Anthony, like, I, maybe I'm not a real hunter, but I don't want to have to worry about (laughs) ranging him and then getting everything set. So Someone has to be with me and just tell me the range so I can uh-huh. focus on making a good shot. And so, I mean, he wouldn't just the, you know, at the right time. Okay. It's 35 yards, but you know, the bull's going to do this. It's this many yardage. The, this is a yardage. And I would just have to, I would do the rest, you know, I'd have to get ready and pull my, you know, do my part, but, um, definitely a learning experience. Cause it, you know, first I was bummed, like, you know, like we were coming home empty handed. My, I think I, I text my mom that and she's like, well, you're not empty handed. Think of all you learned and all the memories, all the memories. Yeah. yeah. T Swift. I'm, I mean, I'll never think of her <laughs> the same cause of Garrett. Um, it, it was a good hunt. You know, everything went well. Yeah. Um, we would, and we would, ha- I mean, like, we would have been successful if, if the broadhead wouldn't have failed. Right. We would have the bull I went over there for at Wayne's right now, you know, yeah. being <laughs> turned into a shoulder mount. Right. I mean, that's, that's what would have happened. But like we did everything we could. we, that was the thing. I wanted to at least give it my all. And you know he's still alive. And mm-hmm. that was great for me. Like, yeah, it sucks coming home without a bull, but you're not guaranteed. Like, it's elk hunting, not elk killing, right? So right. we... And like I said... And closure for me, that bull, knowing that bull is so alive. much experience, you know? I mean, yeah. well, we went over there and say we saw 40 bulls, which is probably about right. <clears throat> I bet 25 of them were over, were over 280. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. If not more than that. Like, that second trip over there, I don't think we saw a bull that I would say is under 280. No. That's just crazy. Yeah, we... We finally... We go over there, like, all right. But I believe it. I was there. Yeah. I believe it. Decent branch branch bull. bull. We'll kill it. Well, heck, we didn't see anything except what (laughs) we went over there for, pretty much. I'm like, maybe I should have said my standards were any branch bull the first time. Yeah. But... Nah. No, we saw... I don't... And that's a thing. I don't know if Anthony asked me if I just... Because... At one point, I think he asked, "Do you, you will you regret it if you pass up on this bull?" And I don't regret passing up on the smaller bulls at all, mm-hmm. because I had my mindset on the type of bull, and we got it. We got the chance. If we got we, the opportunity. If you would have shot bull number one on day one, 
I wouldn't have had I think gained you would, all I think you would have regretted that. I would have had a bowl. It. You know, we'd have a six-point bowl at home. Yeah. And right me in the now. freezer. Yeah, but we spent over two weeks in there after that mm-hmm. and got to experience that place for what it is mm-hmm. kind of worked up to be. Um, that hunt's worth, if you're going to put a number on it, that hunt's probably worth forty or $50,000 if you're going to pay for it. What you're running into. Yeah. All the, the experience. Second the, cal- the, the second, second trip. trip. The cal- I mean, that I was mean, amazing. It's worth everything. I yeah. mean, we saw a lot of elk on the first trip, but they, they just weren't being elk or what you want elk hunting to be. You know, yes. Yeah. It was getting frustrating calling in bulls, which sounds weird, <laughs> but when they're coming in absolutely silent every single time, I mean, you're, you're literally going into canyons that you don't, I don't know anything about them. I don't know if an elk's been in there in 20 years because, mm-hmm. yeah, I scouted it, but I scouted it for two days. Mm-hmm. And mostly just the road systems, trying to learn those. And yes, I was looking for elk in these canyons, but I wasn't beating timber and stuff, you know, trying to figure stuff out. So you drop into a canyon and dedicate three hours to it. You have no idea if an elk's ever been there. Right. So, and then you start calling. Well, you're not getting any responses. It's hard to just keep dropping into canyons. Mm-hmm. Even when you're calling in bullshit, you, you have no idea if it's worth it. Because... You know, I hunt over here on the coast range in spots I've hunted for 15 years. Mm-hmm. I know what's in the bottom of those draws. <laughs> I might not know what elk is in there, mm-hmm. but I know in this draw, there's always sign down on this side. You know, I know because I've hunted it, so I know these areas. That spot's like, I've never been here. I'm right. literally, every noose, every time we moved, it was blind. It was 100% blind. Mm-hmm. So that was hard to mm-hmm. keep motivated. Right. Um, Onyx was a game changer for that hunt. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. Yeah. Going somewhere knowing like, hey, yeah, we're going to come out on a road up here. It's why I bought Onyx this year. Yeah. It's because. It's worth it. I've never been there. so I. It's paid for itself over and over and over oh again. Oh, my gosh. That hunt, yeah. yeah. Just, just on my gas. scouting Just on my scouting trip, yep. Onyx paid for itself. Yep. Just knowing, hey, if I take that road, I've never been here, but that'll, that'll lead to a unit. Yeah. Or a good canyon. Or like when the day two when we got on the backside of the mountain and he, Anthony's like, we're closer to camp than we are to the truck, so let's just drop <laughs> yeah. down to the I main road. And I'm like, we'll just drop to the main yeah. road. And exactly. then we can walk the road way around. Make it a little easier. Because yeah. it's far either way. We can either walk the road or beat this brush again. We're going to the road. One thing I was happy to see you guys not do was, you know, you have this amazing tag, and then you put too much pressure on yourself where you don't have fun. Like, you know, what are people going to think if I don't kill a, this caliber bull? And you just hear it all the time. Like, oh, I man. just didn't have fun because I was so worried about killing a big bull. I just didn't soak it all in. And that's yeah. not what we did. No. Or you guys no. did. The and reason, and the reason I passed up, for one, I did want to kill a big bull, but for two, like, I'm like, it's two hours on day one mm-hmm. and day five. I'm like, we're, we have two more weeks left in this area. I, you know, I don't, I want to, I want to hunt more. I want to get more experience, mm-hmm. especially since last year I, I had like a day. And I, I used to put pressure on myself mm-hmm. for a, a social media aspect of, I, I need to kill something, you know? Yeah. I stopped doing that and I enjoy it more again because it's like. I don't care. Like, right. I don't need to show that I can kill something or, you know, or if I want to shoot, say, a fork and horn buck, I don't need to worry about, well, what if I post it, what are going to people say? Right. I, if, I yeah. deci- if I decide to put my tag on that, that's what I decided to right. do. So, um, so yeah, so no cares of, like, well, I'm in this premium unit. Premium unit, we have to kill something. Otherwise, people are going to be like, oh, they don't kill anything. No. Who cares? So, it's elk hunting. Nothing is ever guaranteed. I know a guy that's hunted two premium units in two years, and he's an elk killer. Uh-huh. And he's come home empty-handed both times. Really? And that dude kills elk. Just because you're in a good area doesn't mean right. nothing. No. 
right? Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's a. Uh, I think that's an episode. Is there anything that you guys want to add to that? Mm, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um. Nope. Just. <laughs> just always. Just keep going. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. there was plenty of times that persistence yeah. paid off. Yep. And I uh, have to keep covering ground. Yeah. And yeah. keep going, and you'll find them eventually. Yeah. I shared a man. Um, we did a Derek Carlton and I did an episode recently, and in that episode, and it, we said it on the hunt, um, is that when we weren't running into bugles, there's a bull somewhere in this unit, and there's a hot cow somewhere in this unit bugling mm-hmm. his head off. It's up to us to find him. Mm-hmm. Just we got to keep covering ground. And Even. I think you said that multiple times on our hunt, like when yeah. we weren't hearing something, you're like. They're in here. We just got to keep covering ground somewhere. and we'll find them. We and just got to I mean, keep every going. single time we did. Yep. I came back and hunted Roosevelt's that evening, that one evening. Yeah. And a guy I know that's been hunting pretty much all season. He's uh-huh. like, dude, I haven't heard one bugle. <laughs> I hunted for 45 minutes and got into a scream fest with a bull in yeah. the same areas he was hunting. Yeah. And it's not that he's a lesser hunter, but he just, he didn't find that bull that bull and i just happened to cross that bull's path i mean that bull started going on his own i was standing there like well this is no good and all of a sudden he starts screaming i'm like well okay (laughs) you know i guess here we go right um well the just the pure tenacity and that's what that is is just to enable the ability to like keep a positive mindset through failure and mm -hmm. keep going it's like the definition of tenacity right there because we could have easily after the last after what happened, mm-hmm. I mean, it crossed my mind. Yeah, I felt, I felt like, oh, I was like, well, God dang it. You know, yeah. like we just, what are we going to do now? Yep. I mm-hmm. felt like, I mean, granted we went home, but to get better broadheads, but I'm like, Anthony, you know, Anthony <laughs> said to me, like, if you, you don't have to go, we don't have to go back if you don't want to. And it crossed my mind to not go back, but I'm like, then I'm giving up yeah. and I don't, I'm, I'm not a quitter. I so push. Yeah. Well, being I mean, aware, it has, being, to, it has to be fun. Yeah, and that's that's I think that's why we all hunted so well together. Because yeah. Anthony, we and I, had a blast. Him and I hunt pretty much identical. We're yeah. really aggressive yeah. on the calling and the pushing. I don't have to tell him what to do. He has not to tell me what to do. We know. Yeah, and, you guys. Uh, as I said that earlier. Yeah. You guys hunt really well. Together. We just, we just, yeah. It's and like I'm just in the middle, and I'm just listening to both. And, of you. and, and then years. on the on the, yeah on the other half of that, when Ryan was there, it's the same way. Mm-hmm. Like me and him have hunted together for a long time, and uh, he called me because he took a new guy hunting this year. Uh huh. And which he said was great. You know, he did great and everything. He goes, but it was just different. He goes, because when I hunt with you, I don't have to say anything. <laughs> I, we just do. And like, we yeah. just, we know what the other person's thinking. We yeah. just go. He goes, with this guy, I had to tell him everything. Yeah. Or like, it's clunky. I had to tell him what I was thinking. He goes, it was weird. Yeah. And, yeah, and you guys definitely, I could tell yeah. it's like. When, when you find that, it's, it, it just clicks. Yeah. And then, um, I don't know, just, it was, I just really appreciate you guys letting me be a part of it. I'm glad you gave up some of your. I mean, that says a lot about you and Ryan to give up some of your own elk season yeah. to come help me. I mean, you guys have tags. What about me? I gave up the whole season. <laughs> I know who you did. I'm saying, like, for me and Anthony, because, like, obviously, if I draw this tag, you're gonna. I'm not gonna go by myself. When she drew this tag, I was like, well, I'm not killing an elk this year because <laughs> I'm gonna try to do it with a recurve, and I'm gonna have six hours to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. Which it actually almost happened, but same here. But I do have that's a crazy. I have a late season, so mm-hmm. that's which, crazy. That's gonna be which rough we are gonna so. we are gonna try like hell to get. I'm gonna give that a hundred percent. It's gonna be yeah. rough, you know. It'll just, be fun though. It's, it's more glassing and oh, it's gonna be spot stocking <laughs> a unit. That's the only yeah. way you're gonna do yep. it. 
So, all right, guys. Well, um, thanks for thanks for coming on to the podcast and thanks sharing that. I know us. it's not easy talking about losing a bull. No. Nope. I mean, but uh, it does get easier knowing that he's alive. Yeah. And it happens. I mean. It happens. Any Every single hunt, yeah. bow hunter, I can guarantee you, has had something similar. Right. And I told her that, which before this happened, we were talking. She's like, you know, I just don't ever want to lose an animal when I'm bow hunting. I said, if you bow hunt long enough, yep. eventually, mm-hmm. even if you try to never take anything unethical, mm-hmm. eventually it will happen. I think I was, uh, that, the year prior, two years ago, um, before last elk season, I think I opened my fat mouth. So I'm, like, I've never lost an animal with my bow. And I'd been hunting for years with my mm-hmm. bow, shot a bunch of stuff that next year. I got humble pie. Yep. Lost that big six. I, I went through a good streak of never losing anything. Yep. Never even coming close <laughs> to losing anything. And then I went mm-hmm. through a little patch there where it was misses. And then I wounded a couple animals. Mm-hmm. Like I'll say it. And like this year when I shot that buck, I couldn't find blood right away. Mm. And I'm standing there and I, I said it out loud. I said, it, this can't happen. Like I cannot take this. Like if, if, cause <laughs> the last animal I shot, we didn't find. Really? And so, I'm standing there and I'm talking to myself. I'm like, if I lose this animal, I'm done. Like, I, I just can't do it again. And mm-hmm. I ended up finding him. He didn't go. But Made a perfect shot on him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Completely hammered that thing. And, um, and he only went like 100 yards. Yeah. But Well, when people are listening to this episode, you know, one thing that would pop into my head is that people always think they make a, you know, they say, I made a perfect shot and I never found him. Well, this isn't that. I mean, we had a legitimate failure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. I mean, we have two people that both saw the same thing. Yeah. And I would 110% say, I made a shitty shot. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. I shouldn't have shot him. You know, I hit the shoulder, right. you know, but I mean. Well, I know you well enough that you're you're a killer and you are a pretty damn good shot with your bow. And we're not trying to make excuses here or church anything mm-hmm. up. It It's what happened. I will yeah. post a picture about it. Yeah. It happens. And, it uh, you know, like, like I said, yeah, it does happen. Yeah. But. Well, we have uh, a birthday party. We need to. Uh, we do. Attend. We're about two hours late to it. I we think. are about. It was. It was yeah. fun though. It was fun. We're gonna have to have you back on the show, sometime. Okay. Um, Team Dirty Trad's always always finding himself onto the show. Yeah. <laughs> Dirty Trad, not Team. Like, yeah. Trad. I felt like I cheated on that bow. You did. Yep. Like, I mean, I was I was super happy, excited, and grateful to shoot that buck. But when I was breaking him down, I'm like. I, cheated. I felt like I cheated on my bow. <laughs> but anyways. Uh, all right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to this episode, and we will see you on the next one. Bye. All right, guys. That's this week's episode of the podcast. Thanks for joining me. Thanks, Anthony and Shelby, for coming and willing to be completely transparent and tell the whole story. And, uh, there, you know, there's no excuses, really. We They did their best uh, while I was with them. It was amazing just watching these two just – keep after it and her will to just to keep going through the ups and downs and just it was just really cool i've never seen somebody work so hard on a hunt before and i just wish it would have came all you know all together for and that equipment malfunction didn't happen so um you know what's your thoughts on that uh be love to hear it comment on instagram and uh, i'll definitely show the picture once uh once i upload it i'll upload the picture of the broadhead uh what's left of it on the arrow and you guys can decide uh maybe what happened my theory is is it punched that first rib going in broke off and then barely got any more penetration beyond that and uh like they said the bull was still running around bugling and actually had a few cows so he was healthy enough to fight for some of his cows back so 
really interesting story there. But uh, as always, guys, if you can, leave me a five-star review with a comment. Get yourself entered in some of these giveaways that I'm doing. I plan on having some really cool, more customized giveaways, uh, maybe maybe some arrows, something like that. I really want to start giving you guys some of the gear that I'm using so you can try them out for yourself and see if you like it. So as always, thanks for listening, guys, and I'll see you on the next one. Bye.